This special episode of Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast, where Rob tries to discover a new NBA team, is sponsored by Bet Online. As sports like the NBA are getting closer to coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. With NASCAR, Formula One, and EPL in full swing, there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. If you need more, BetOnline has simulated NFL Madden games, my favorite NBA 2K and UFC happening every day live for you to watch and wager on. And as sports get closer to returning, Bet Online has futures odds on everything you can imagine season win totals, division odds, and even odds on every league championship. Visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join now and use promo code podcast one to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and to make sure to use that promo code podcast one for your sign up bonus, visit betonline.ag. And don't forget that promo code podcast one for your sign up bonus, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Yes, welcome back. Rob and Akiva need a podcast episode number 93, a highly anticipated event as I will learn the identity of my new favorite NBA team here today, where we'll hear from representatives of over 22 NBA franchises that will tell us why I should jump on board and support their favorite team and the man who has been listening to NBA team pitches all week long. He is the co-founder of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast and the creator of the 32 Fans NFL Podcast. Here he is, the great Akiva Whitaker. Rob, I was just thinking that this is a sports episode, right? Episode 93. Our last sports episode was episode two. Yes, yes. Okay. It's been a while. Boy. And have we got a dummy thick show for people here today, Akiva? <laughs> I don't right. think you used that correctly. No, probably not. Uh, boy, and, uh, we're coming on the heels of uh, Akiva. What I think that uh, could be a all-time top five episode last week on uh, Robin Akiva's Swipe Right. Yeah, that was I, I it's funny because I do think like a couple people were like, uh, I didn't like the you know, there's too many birds chirping in the background or something. No, that was you. You said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was it was an all time classic. I, I figured we'd wait a week to get an update from those two lovebirds. I imagine that they are uh that they're probably quarantining together yeah. at this point. I talked to Kirsten McInnes yesterday. I got a, I got a small update, but I don't think it's my place to share it. Uh I will say though that um our our other guest last week told me uh, a lot of a lot of dm slides okay over the oh that's great mm-hmm. okay uh so uh good to hear for isaac and uh hope that i saw the black bean burger recipes were all, all over the place uh but we have a very important job today this is a very highly anticipated episode of the podcast today kiva where we have a uh, an amazing panel to help me learn about these teams that i'm going to select as my new favorite nba team 
Uh, yeah, I think, you know, in the RENAP Constitution, there is a rule that if we have at least four, if we have four people on the panel, at least two of them have to be Canadian. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, all right. What, that's what we've done today. Okay. Well, all right. So let's bring in, of course, that uh, our third wheel needed to be here for that. Of course, he is the reader of over 30 NBA books. Uh, very excited to have back with us uh, the great Zach Muhammad. Zach, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me, man. I'm really excited for this episode. Before coronavirus, when I was working on movie sets as an extra, I'd spend the majority of my days just arguing with older gentlemen about NBA and debating them and usually winning those debates. So I'm really excited for this podcast, honestly. Okay. Very excited to have Zach and all of his knowledge and expertise here <laughs> with us. And then what a surprise I got this morning as we're getting ready to record this podcast because I jumped on and I was expecting Zach to be here. I thought Chester was going to be here also, but uh, sub out Chester. And then in off the bench, what a surprise. A man that I have been looking to podcast with for many, many years, and we had not gotten the chance to do it. He is a co-host of the uh, No Dunks podcast on The Athletic. Please welcome in the great J.E. Skeets. What's up? Yeah, Chester, get your ass to the bench. I'm starting now. Here. here we go. Sorry, buddy. I don't even know who that is. I feel bad now. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on, talking a little NBA. That's all I do for a living, so why not do it on a Sunday, too? Akiva, can you talk about how this came to be? Yeah, I mean, we're recording much earlier than usual, and Chester's got like six sons, and he wasn't you know, available in the middle of the day. So I figured, like, let's go for Chester's an expert, you know, who would have done a lot of the work for me. So Let's go with a real expert uh, who, you know, who knows the league inside and out. And uh, I know that J.E. is a big Survivor fan, so you guys are both very aware of each other. And I thought it was a natural fit. I was going to surprise you like we did with Stephen Fishback uh, a month or two ago, but it's a little tricky with the stream yard and checking people's audio beforehand. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Akiva suggested I come on to this, uh, you know, Zoom-like thing here with a... Uh, mystery nba fan and i was like um okay i could do that you know, i could just put skeets too I mean, you're yeah. gonna know in the first 10 seconds it's me but uh yeah i'm pumped i'm pumped to help you out here hey J.E., i'm so excited to have you here could you talk a little bit about your survivor fandom um yeah i mean it's pretty straightforward um i fell in love with the show like right from the jump i actually was in australia uh oddly enough um i had just finished high school i sort of took a year off to work didn't know what i was going to do for a living ended up in australia uh, and that's where the you know this the the show started and i watched it there and then just was hooked ever since um and then went to school for radio and television and then turned that into this weird career podcasting about the nba for a living but yeah i mean the honestly just i'm i just love the show i love i love a lot of reality tv show but survivor is the best by far um and of course i'm a big fan of uh, of your podcast it Helps me keep up with it. And we even started our own Survivor podcast with no dunks because a couple of the other guys I do the show with are diehards. And we decided to ride your coattails a little bit and did like a weekly survivorship. And it was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, did you enjoy Winners at War? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was just psyched for the idea of having all winners like all diehard fans uh, had been talking about for years now. Um, yeah, it was great. Tony going two times. Love him. Great TV. Um and it's been fun to see like the NBA players be sprinkled in through Survivor history, like Cliff Robinson, Scott Pollard, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I know Wu, Wu's a baller too. I've talked to Wu before, and he's, mm -hmm. he's got he's got some game. He's got a very very tight handle. I don't, I don't yeah. know if he's a great shooter, but he's got a great handle. Does he have um, a wet jumper? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen clips. I've seen the Instagram videos. It's not as wet as his, you know, martial art moves where he <laughs> does like 10 flips in the air and lands on the grass and then does a cool pose. But uh, no, he looks good. I mean, I've never played against him, yeah. but he looks like he's got some skill. Yeah. Okay. Jay, is there a, uh, a NBA comp for Tony Vlachos? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the best. Um, you know, he's got a couple titles now. Is he, you know, I may go as far to like throw him in like the LeBron sort of category there. He's, he, you know, he's, I think he's on most people's short list for some of the, some of the greatest players of all time. I guess I'll go LeBron having a couple titles, had one where he didn't win, of course, was out mm-hmm. early. LeBron's had his troubles in his past before in playoffs. So I'll keep it simple. I'll okay. go, I'll go the king. Okay. All right. Well, we're so excited here today. Uh, Jay, you also, uh, before we get to this, do you have any idea? Do you know the format of this particular show? I mean, not really. Yeah, Mike Bloom and Akiva reached out to me to set this up as this little drop in here, a little surprise. Um, I, I now, in the last couple of minutes, I've seen the document. It's like a, it's a breakdown. It's like a March Madness style. Oh. even though we're even though we're doing NBA, yes. Um, of like, I guess assigning you a team, right? So you're, are you an NBA fan at all? So I am a. I grew up in New York. I'm a Jets fan and a Mets fan, and so yeah. uh, by proxy, I was you know a Knicks fan in the '90s when the Knicks were good. You know, I, right. but usually I, I wouldn't really pay attention to the regular season, but you know would be uh, there for all those like playoff games on like I remember like Saturday afternoons, Sunday afternoons, uh, being there and watching all those uh, games, but. The like Knicks, both have, Knicks, you were all into and stuff like that. Right, right. right. Uh, you know, Knicks Pacers and all, uh, yeah. Knicks Heat and all that stuff from uh, the 90s. But the Knicks real, have largely been irrelevant for 20 some odd years. And with that sort of my fair weather fandom of the NBA, I've not really been keeping up with it too closely. So felt like that this was a great time with the bubble coming back. I want to listen to podcasts. I want to listen to sports talk radio about okay. the NBA. I want to be following what's going on in the bubble, so that's why today I'm choosing to adopt a new team. And if the Knicks are ever, to to my uh, Nick fan listeners and friends that are out there, if the Knicks are ever good again, I can also support the Knicks. That I feel like that. Well, let's just wait until James Dolan ever sells the team to support <laughs> sure. the Knicks. Again. But as, right, a, okay. as a as a Mets fan, that uh, you know James Dolan does, uh, you know maybe gets a bad <laughs> rap. Uh, <you> know, <laughs> okay. okay, well I'm excited to help. I think I know you've got like a lot of your uh, listeners, of course, uh, basically making their pitches, yes. right? Yeah, you of why you should be a fan of a particular team. Okay. But what, what I wanted to know was specifically: Are you familiar with the for, with the format and premise of robin akiva need a podcast no i'm not well let me blow um, your mind here with this okay. This is a podcast of where akiva and i have a wheel of listener submitted ideas and every week we spin the wheel to see what's going to yep. come up and that's going to be next week's episode and then after gotcha. we do that then we take new ideas from the listeners and put them onto the wheel so every week oh, wow. is something new this had been kicking around for a little while, and so uh, we uh, did a little bit of wheel jamming that this got up to four spots on the wheel last week before ultimately coming through here today. And there's an actual physical wheel somewhere? No, like, is it, it, it's, it's, digital. Have, oh. it's digital. It's oh, digital. Okay. okay. Uh, we did a live show a year ago this week then when there was a physical manifestation of the wheel there, but okay. uh, this is largely a <laughs> uh, digital wheel. But if you have any ideas, if any inspiration should strike you throughout right. the course of this conversation... Let us know, and we can get your idea for what we should do in a future episode on the wheel. 
Okay, but so this is destiny in a way because the wheel has decided you need an NBA team and the season, you know, knock on wood here, hopefully restarting at the end of July. Yes, we were doing some okay. wheel jamming though of uh, exponentially oh, giving, getting, gotcha, gotcha. giving it a bigger... I do like Rob using the word wheel jamming a lot. Like, you know, yeah. so many people I know was like, am I an idiot for not knowing what you're talking about? I no. think I sort of know what you're talking about, but okay. No, that's part of the fun of, uh, okay. you know, talking about things that I'm uh, bringing people in that have no no idea what's <laughs> happening on uh, with this show. Okay. All right, so how are we going to get these festivities started, Akiva? Okay, so let's just, because we have a lot of listeners who are big sports fans. We also have listeners who are you know, going to basically pick the team that Rob picks or maybe aren't sports fans. So even before we get into Rob picking a team, let's explain what the NBA is doing this year yeah. for just a minute. We can have Jay explain it because it's yeah. much different than any other season. Uh, and, you know, explain what's going to happen these next few months. Yeah, I'll try and make this, you know, as short as possible. Um, everybody knows the sports stopped um, with, with COVID-19. The NBA has what appears to have uh, they've gone sort of next level with safety and precautions. And everybody is restarting the season. Not everybody. I should say 22 teams have been invited down to Walt Disney World. Yes, this is actually happening mm-hmm. there. There's a couple of arenas there on campus, but they have created everybody's calling it the bubble. It's more of just a campus environment with, again, all these safety precautions, people coming in and out, testing the players every day, trying to create this safe environment where they are going to kick off at July 30th. They're going to play seeding games. Just look at it basically as sort of a mini regular season, picking off where they were when they stopped in sort of early March, mid-March. Seeding games to figure out, you know, our playoff teams. But then there are these other teams chasing the eighth seed, you know, for those that really don't know, there's 16 playoff teams, eight in the West, eight in the East. And you have to be within four games behind the eighth seed, if you're the ninth seed, let's say, to force this little play-in tournament. We're calling it the Mega Bowl on no dunks. Uh, shout out to Semi-Pro. It w- it's a little weird, but they would have to, the ninth team would have to beat the eight-seeded team twice to then get into the playoffs. If the eight seed wins one of those games, they're in. And then we just have a regular season playoffs, like normal, best of seven series, and we figure out a champion. Again, hopefully this goes according to plan and that happens and you know one team doesn't have to bow out because of the virus. Yeah, Akiva, I, I am mm-hmm. very excited about the idea of the bubble. It seems like everybody's in there. Everything is uh, going okay. Um, a, a couple of things. One, I'd feel a lot better if Disney World, the resort, wasn't open because not for anything that I have to imagine that the NBA is... We've built this bubble and every, we've tested everybody. Everybody inside is safe. But we've also invited some of our most uh, reckless patrons of the <laughs> Disney World experience to also right. join us and yeah. be on the same grounds as the bubble. Uh, it yeah. feels like that they're inviting disaster, no? Yeah, yeah. the 10,000 dumbest people in the whole country have now come down to go to an amusement park during a pandemic uh, near the end. But I, they're not really allowed near them. It's not like they're staying in the, ho- in the same hotel. I do think, um, I, I honestly, with the bubble stuff, I don't know how much you've been following on social media. Like, it looks really fun. This is the first yeah. time I've ever really regretted not making the NBA Rob. Like, those guys look like they're having <laughs> right. a great time. Okay, well, I love uh, hearing about J.E. Can we talk about the snitch hotline? Because this, I think, is Ooh, the yeah. most fascinating development of the NBA, that there is a hotline that if people are violating some of the protocols, be it social distancing, yep. be it uh, trying to leave, bringing people in, breaking the rules, there's a snitch hotline for NBA players to call. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. A lot of people think Chris Paul is going to abuse the hotline because, you know, the way he plays on the floor, he's always sort of calling for fouls, making, you know, Mm -hmm. always working the referees. Um, So they think he could be using, you know, has this uh, on speed dial, this hotline. But yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of hilarious jokes, but hilarious memes already about players like sort of snitching on each other. The truth is, though. Um, we almost have to have this. Yeah. Like these guys have to take this seriously, or it's completely pointless. Um, some players already now they're sort of lesser known players. It was Rashawn Holmes, Bruno Caboclo. They broke like this initial period where they were supposed to be in their room quarantining. And Rashawn Holmes' case, he went to get like Uber Eats or Postmates or something. He crossed like a threshold that he shouldn't have gone too far to get this, and was penalized and was. I think forced to then stay in his hotel. Well, not forced. He could obviously leave and go home. But if he wanted to play on the team and get out of his room, he had to stay in his hotel room for another 10 days or something like that. So, yeah, they're, like they think it's going to kick off. I know Dwight Howard's been maybe warned, too. Like he wasn't taking something seriously as he should be. But it's fun. Snitch hotline is pretty funny to think players calling on each other. Hey, he's not wearing his mask. Oh, he's not doing this. But if they want to pull this off, they actually sort of have to do this. So I'm in a weird way. Um, I commend them oddly for sort of maybe ratting on a guy, but you got to take this stuff seriously. Yeah. if They want to do this. Yeah. I, I love it. Akiva. Should we set up a snitch hotline where either people can call into ombudsperson Aisha and snitch on us or the listeners can uh, snitch on each other to us? I was hoping you would suggest more of a podcaster's bubble where we all just got together, <laughs> got like three meals a day in the bubble and, and just pumped out some podcasts in, in some sort of quarantine. But the snitch hotline, I guess it could work. That's really what our uh, the, our punishment council is. Yeah. Zach, um, would you call the snitch hotline on Akiva or myself? No, I'm, I'm more. I don't know if you guys saw John Morant. He was talking about how while he's following the rules, he wouldn't be calling the snitch hotline. I think I'm kind of in the same boat okay, as good. him. All right, don't even get Carmelo started on the snitch hotline. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is uh, what's weird about this whole bubble thing. Just a quick story. I've been doing the show for a long time. We've had a television show. We had we had a show up in Canada, up in Toronto. Yeah, and when we were in Toronto, the lockout happened. Now this is like back in you know 2011, 2012 area. And there was no basketball. We were like, what the heck are we going to do? Like, oh, my God, we get paid to make an NBA show and a podcast and all that. And we had thrown around the idea for a little bit. We were, you know, the, the location of the studio was smack in the middle of Toronto. It was like King and Blue Jays way. And there was a building across Kitty Corner to our studio, to, to the whole building, the score building, that was vacant. And it was a glass building. I think it was one of those things that they used to like sell you a condo, like, hey, come into the mm-hmm. to this center and you can see what it would look like. And then it was abandoned. And it was obviously like probably just thousands upon thousands of dollars of rent. So it just sat there. We explored the idea of, hey, we will, Tass and I at the time, our, my other co-host, we will enter this bubble, like basically like Big Brother, and just live in this glass box on the corner of a street until the NBA comes back. And it actually went pretty high up the chain. They were looking into permits and stuff like that. And we were like contemplating, like, are we going to do this? Like, we're going to say goodbye to our wives or at the time girlfriends for a couple months. How long yeah. will this last? And we were going to be live streaming it the entire time. And it, it, it never, obviously never happened. We instead did a tour with our podcast. But uh, it was a bubble before the bubble days here, which is pretty you know, mind-blowing. Yeah. And that were you going to have a snitch hotline also? Well, yeah, I would have been snitching on Tass all the time. Yeah, for absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that was no question. For any violations, leaving, exactly. leaving the bubble. Exactly. Rob, exactly. Rob, my favorite bubble story was, uh, he mentioned Dwight Howard before. 
Dwight, they, the NBA is trying to entertain them. So they have like movies on the lawn and all these things. But keep in mind, literally every single player is a millionaire who like, you know, is, doesn't really need to be entertained, has, has lots of stuff in their room. And uh, so they had three DJs come to like the three. You know, they were staying in three different hotels just because they're too big for one mm-hmm. hotel. And the hotels were actually divvied up based on uh, the team's record. Got to stay in the, you know, the better record got to stay in a better hotel. I do think the Wizards should have had to stay in like the Pop Century or like an Airbnb <laughs> in Kissimmee or something. Just so maybe, maybe let Bradley Beal into the good hotel and the rest of the Wizards can stay <laughs> in there. They just have to but ride the, a roller coaster the entire time. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh the so they had three DJs come and only one player, only Dwight Howard, showed up to the three mm-hmm. DJ sets. <laughs> Poor DJs playing for no people. Yeah, yeah, he had to pick all the songs he wanted. Probably there was Rondo was complaining about his hotel room. He called it a Motel Six. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that video going around. It's a totally fine hotel room. Uh, but I will say, for the most part, you sort of alluded to it earlier, Rob. Like. They seem to be having fun. Like a lot of the play, like they're fishing, they're playing like spike ball, the Mavericks are, they're playing uh, bago or cornhole, whatever you want to call it. They mm-hmm. seem to be like enjoying it. Now it's still early, right? And like the basketball actually hasn't even started yet, but you know, they're all being pretty good sports for, you know, dealing with this very weird situation. Yeah. Compared to what they were doing probably before this, this is probably a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. Especially, you know, a lot of them at home. Kids running around, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you're going crazy with your spells because you're around each other all the time. You're like, yeah, sure. I'll go play spike ball with my buddies. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Akiva, do you want to get this uh, on the road? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we Tip have 22 off. teams. There are eight teams that did not make the bubble. I guess we can run through them very quickly. Yeah. I don't know if any of them are going to make our little bracket here. But okay. uh, so obviously, like the New York Knicks. It would be insane for you to pick. This would have been a huge waste of our time if you picked the Knicks, <laughs> yeah. right? Jay, did you ever watch the movie Eddie? Oh, yeah, we just watched it. <laughs> yeah, we, us too. <laughs> we watched it for, uh, we have a, a podcast series through the quarantine called Film Session where we pick old basketball movies and watch them and talk about how crappy they are or how much we enjoyed them. Yep, we just watched Eddie. Yeah. Can I make a uh, rider <laughs> that if Whoopi Goldberg is the new coach of the Knicks that I have to rescind my new fandom and go back to being a Knicks fan? Yeah, that's that's completely fair. That okay. that's you know, and they would be better with her coaching anyway. So they're in the market for a coach. It could yeah. be Whoopi. That's true. We're big Whoopi stands. Yeah, we love Whoopi. So yeah. then, all right. So you're not going to pick the Knicks. You're not going. I don't think you're going to pick the Atlanta Hawks. Right, probably the most boring team in all sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, wow, easy. I mean, I'm in Atlanta. I got to stump for the Hawks a little bit. A young team on the rise, Zach. You can speak to this. Being an NBA yeah, well, they got like Trey Young. They got yeah. Clint Capella, who will be healthy next John year. Collins. John Collins. John Collins. Yeah. Well, let me but just Rob say, yeah, that um, <laughs> if, for this exercise, in terms of what's helpful, just like saying saying the names of a bunch of people I don't know necessarily are and things oh, that true, are really true, true. gonna like turn the key of uh, oh, like oh, I mean, those guys sound good. That's uh, that a good question, Rob. How many how many guys do you think you could name? Like, obviously, you know LeBron. Yeah, I probably you know know uh, like uh, the the names of um, a lot of players just from hearing them on like uh, mm-hmm. podcasts and like talk radio and stuff like that. But I may not necessarily know which team, which particular superstar it, it might be on at this point. And you could do that, Rob, for 
like football because you play, I know, in fantasy football yeah, league. Yes. And you could do that in baseball to this day too? Still, like you know the rosters? Uh, the NFL it- I definitely could because I play yeah. a lot of fantasy football uh, that I probably could name like uh, almost like the offensive starters on uh, just about every NFL team by the time we get to NFL season. Baseball, I'm very much like, uh, you know, I could usually give you like the Mets 25-man roster. Right. Although it's like a 60-man roster uh, at this point. But I'm very uh, Mets-focused where I probably couldn't name like more than two or three players on any of the other teams outside of the Mets division or the Yankees. Uh, But here, yeah, I know know the names. I may not always know, especially with uh, how much free agency there is. Like who's where now at which point? Okay. So we're so we're less going to be impressing you with the rosters, like you said, of these teams, and more. The, hey, this is the their mascot. Uh, not hey, the, this not is necessarily their mascot, but yeah. here's here's why to, sure. to be a fan okay. of this team. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, the eight teams are the Hornets, who got a half a pitch. One person said, "I don't know, pick the Hornets or the Pelicans." That was fewer uh, people than pitched Rob becoming a fan of the Monstars from Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Bulls, Knicks, Pistons, Hawks, Cavs, uh, Chester's beloved Minnesota Timberwolves, which he suggests you do not pick, and the Warriors, who were both the worst team in the NBA this year, but also the most dominant team of the last five years. So it's it's like doubly insane to pick them. You should not pick the Warriors. So I don't think any of those teams are viable options. Okay. I, I did see some people saying that the uh, Warriors were uh, were a decent pick. Kids love Steph Curry, but is. Is Steph going to still be good by the time the Warriors uh, come back? Is this like a you know uh, one year that they're n- that they're not in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah I think so. I yeah. think so. I think they will make the playoffs next year, assuming Steph and Claire are healthy. Because it was a hand injury; it's not like he tore his ACL yeah. or anything. Yeah, they in all they should be right back in the mix. Yeah, maybe on like on the precipice of a title contender. But what Zach said for sure, they should be a playoff team. You got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and these guys. They just had so many injuries. They were tired of winning. They mailed it all in. They're like, let's just take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be they'll be back. And and Steph Curry, the way he plays, being like maybe the or probably the greatest three point shooter of all time, barring injury, he's gonna be dominant at doing that for I don't know five, six, seven years still. Like he's gonna he's got a long career still ahead of him, I think. Okay. And these teams that are in uh, the Delete Eight, Je, are they actually going to get together and do some sort of a of a league later on? There's talk of it. I'm skeptical it ever happens. Um, I think they're first going to see how this real bubble goes with the mm-hmm. 22 teams. If it goes well, then maybe uh, they pick Chicago and they have like an arena and a hotel that are linked together and you sort of create this tiny bubble. The idea is these other teams are at a disadvantage because they just won't have played competitive basketball for so long come the start of next season. So the idea is they get yeah. some of these reps in almost like it's summer league for them, which would really have been going on right now um, if this was a normal year. So I, I still think I'm skeptical it happens just because like, why take that risk? They might just do like the Hornets might just drive to Atlanta and play the Hawks. You know what I mean? Like you, mm-hmm. you just keep it a lot smaller if you just want to get competitive basketball, you know? Okay. So I, I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. I don't think we'll go with any of the teams that are not in contention right now. Yeah. Eva. They also get the TV money. If they, if they play a certain number of games, which they almost reached, but did not reach. So if they, it's sort of a backdoor way for them to get True. the eight bad teams the TV money, which is, I think, all, probably their ultimate goal. But I don't yeah. think it's going to happen either. Yeah. You can't risk somebody's life for, like, the 29th place game. It doesn't make no. any sense. At least, at least try and win a ring if you're going to, you know, catch mm-hmm. coronavirus. Okay. Um, there were also right, so, a lot of Seattle Supersonics pitches as well. That's true. Ooh, Weird amount, actually. <laughs> it was surprising. And a Weird lot of man. them were saying, just don't pick Oklahoma. They don't care what team you pick, but don't pick Oklahoma City. 
One Sonics fan called them the Joklahoma City blunder. Like there was a lot of salty Sonics wow. fans, which I was surprised by. I was like, wow, I didn't know they had such passionate fans to this. Well, it's, their owner straight up stole the team, is yeah, yeah, yeah. The Seattle fans look at it, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. Like yeah. it's unfortunate what happened to their team, but yeah, a lot of Sonics pitches. Mm-hmm. Okay, they they will get a team again. I mean, that wow, that would be. A, Next level thinking with the, with your selection. You're, you're picking a franchise that isn't even there. Oh, I think so. The pitch was like kind of like that. They were like, yeah. pick this team. They'll have it. Thanks soon. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. All right, Akiva. How are we going to get this started? Okay. So there's we have a bracket now. Brackets really work in you know divisible by by you know eight and sixteen and thirty two. But here we have twenty two teams. So what we did was we gave the ten best teams going by their record when the NBA was shut down in mid March. Uh, we gave them buys into the round of 16. And then the, and then the next 12 teams, the 12 worst teams will have to have a play in matchup to get okay. to, uh, our, our, so we're still in the thrifty 32 if you're scoring at home. Okay. But great. it's the thrifty 22 today. Thrifty 22. So, so for the right to face the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks, we have the Orlando Magic okay. versus the Portland Trailblazers. All right, Magic and Trailblazers. Okay, so you're going to give me now a pitch from uh, for each of those teams. Yes, Zach really went through the pitches. We had about 300 pitches plus another about 50 voicemails sent in, although I'd say about 48 of them were too long really to, to play here. Okay. Uh, should have specified under 60 seconds. But uh, yeah, Zach, what, what was the best thing we heard from a Magic or a Blazers fan? Well, I'll go with the Magic pitch first. It was longtime listener John John. He was one of the very few Magic pitches, so mm-hmm. I went with his pitch. I'll, I'll just read it really quickly. The Magic are a young and upcoming rising team with Aaron Gordon slamming dunks. They've never won a championship in their 31-year existence, but Rob could experience it if he chooses the Magic. Plus, their team is named after the biggest theme park in Orlando. And your sons will love stuff the magic dragon who won NBA mascot of the year twice and back to back. That's John John's pristine pitch for mm-hmm. the magic. Okay. Strong pitch. Strong pitch. I mean, yeah. he's, he's not wrong really about anything there. Yeah. Aaron Gordon, he may not be with the magic all that long. So yeah. uh, I don't even think he's the best player on the magic. Yeah. So I was going to say, don't take that yeah. into consideration too yeah, much, yeah. but everything else. Yeah. No title. Good mascot. Uh, you got the magic. Yeah. Maybe you want to cheer for magic just in general. Uh, the concept of magic happening. Maybe you're They're a young team. They've got some young players. So like, I think that's because the thing is you don't want to pick a team that's too old because then like they could be bad in like two years. Yeah, so that's so I think the Magic wouldn't be the worst choice ever, but they've just had a lot of bad front office decisions in the past five years, let a lot of players go that ended mm-hmm. up being good on other teams. So I don't know what their terrible front office of their team you want to go with. Yeah, let, let me ask you a question, Rob. Are you like going to be like, no way am I picking a team that has had championship success? No, I don't care. I don't really care. You don't about care. That. Yeah, don't care. Okay, okay. That's not okay. going to be a deal breaker for me. Uh, John John okay. said that I, I could be a part of the uh, Magic title. J.E.R., are the Magic on the cusp of winning a championship? Definitely not no. on the cusp. Okay. No, no. I mean, look, they are one of these classic teams that are like, they're in the Eastern Conference, which is much worse than the Western Conference most years. Mm-hmm. And they're a playoff team. They're a bubble playoff team. Um but they're stuck in like that weird spot where they're not one of the upper echelon teams. No one takes them all that seriously, but they're also not brutal enough where they get a right. you know a good draft pick. So they're just like stuck in this like treadmill of mediocrity. So 
they're a rough that's a rough pick because yeah, those are those are sometimes the most yeah. difficult teams to really cheer for you're like we're not brutal but we don't have a puncher's chance at actually winning anything so right. we're just a team we're just there <laughs> akiva if the magic were an nfl team what team would they be it's a good question. I would say the Detroit Lions, probably. Okay, okay that's mm, not as inept historically, yeah. and you know they've been around for many, many fewer years. But they really, you know, other than other than their one run um, to the to the finals, where, which did not go well, that they really have not uh, yeah. uh, done much of anything. And I don't know where John John is seeing. I think he's just saying like if. You're getting on the ground level. Like, if something ever yeah, happens. Yeah. 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 I, I don't I know how much you want to too. consider ownership. I'd say most teams' owners, if you really get into them, are, uh, you know, probably not great. But uh, <laughs> that magic magic owners are pretty I'm high up there. I'm looking for and, like, smart owners. I like, I like smart owners. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. You don't want the magic then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and, Jay, are the magic considered to have home field advantage during everything going on at the bubble? Well, no, I, I, you would almost, you'd think they would, you're right, being in the same state, in the same city for crying out loud, um, but some people think it's even worse because like these guys, these players have to still be in the bubble. They still have to be on campus. Okay. At the end of the day, they can't just drive 30 minutes to their mansions, right. right? They can go out on the balcony, in fact, maybe see their mansion for all I know. So mm-hmm. that could hurt, you know, that could leave a little sting in your heart. Um, so maybe as a disadvantage, oddly, uh, that okay. you're... It's so close. Your home is so close, but you can't live in it. So, so the only adva- the only thing that I, when I read an article about them that they could do is like their best player, Nikola Vucevic, is um, uh, his like he when when uh, the F one racing game came out, his wife was able to like bring it to the hotel. Right, like their family members can bring things like oh. you know by mail, you know, instead of mailing them or whatever. That's yeah. really their only. <laughs> they save on postal postal yeah. uh, stamps. Okay, good. That's a big advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think we need to spend th- uh, this much time on every se- single team, but I just wanted yeah. to uh, get the sense of what we're doing. And so I guess uh, let me hear the uh, Trailblazers uh, this before I make a decision. Okay, I have it pulled up right here. It's a pitch from Anthony B. And I'll just read it really quickly. As a fellow Knicks fan, he's temporarily aligning with the Blazers. Damian Lillard is a rootable underdog who has always been overshadowed by other point guards but can offer you the game-winning excitement Carlos Beltran never could. Mm-hmm. CJ McCollum can sometimes shoot very well and is a fellow podcaster. Relive the only thing in recent Knicks history that could be described as glory days with future Hall of Famer Carmelo Anthony just chucking up basket- any basketball he sees. And no one would call you a bandwagoner for rooting for a team in Portland. That's mm-hmm. Anthony B's pitch. Not even a Blazers fan. Yeah, yeah. strong pitch. Okay. All right. And so... Akiva, that I didn't get the records for the Magic and uh, the Trailblazers. They're on the outside looking in currently. Yes, yeah, so the, the Magic are the eighth seed in in the Eastern Conference. They are all because it was one weird thing we didn't mention, and for the sort of casual NBA fans, the they brought every team that has a chance of making the playoffs. You know, assuming the season would have continued as normal. So there are nine teams from the East and thirteen teams from the West, which is a mm-hmm. little strange. So, you know, six teams are not here from the Eastern Conference and, and two from the West. So the Magic are the eighth seed, but are essentially certain to make the playoffs because the Wizards, the team in the, uh, the ninth team in the, in the East are, you know, basically didn't bring their team with them and, and are a, a debacle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll be in the playoffs, but they are, uh, literal cannon fodder for, you know, uh, they might, they probably will make it up to the seventh seed because Brooklyn ahead of them is a disaster, but whoever, whoever they play, probably the Raptors. They're, they're just going to lose, you know, they'll be lucky to win a playoff game. 
Uh, the so Portland Trailblazers are also the ninth seed. They're the ninth seed in the West. They're three and a half games back. They have a chance to make it just the way that playoffs are structured. But uh, you know, they're also not a a playoff content. You know, unless things go completely crazy as. As was constituted before the uh, before the lockdown, they yeah. were twenty nine and thirty seven. They're not. Yeah, but, but, but that really said, good. that said though, they had a lot of injuries this year, and now their guys are back. Like their two big guys in Nurkic and Collins missed a good chunk of the year. They're back, so a lot of people. I think Charles Barkley um, just said that he thinks the Blazers are going to upset. The, they're going to get into the playoffs and then upset the Lakers. He the picks the round. Blazers every year. And he I don't does. know why. I don't he, know why he, he's always so high on the Blazers. He loves Portland. He loves. Yeah. How about if you pick the Blazers and they start off by knocking off the hated Lakers? Mm, wow. Or, or, wow. Per, or perhaps your new favorite team, the Lakers. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Might be upset. Um, <laughs> what is the Portland Trailblazers logo, Je? Oh boy. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, uh, it's like that's a great question. It's like a couple of peas almost sort of linked together somehow. It's cool. They got a good look, great color scheme. Uh, I think they, you know, when you see those lists out there on Bleach Report or like the coolest jerseys or logos. Yeah. They, they generally rank, I think, pretty high. Uh, yeah. Zach, would you agree with that? I think they have, yeah, cool they, have they have nice jerseys. Yeah. Um, but I don't really know what it is. Yeah. It's just, and they uh, are it's just blazing to watch as well. I <laughs> yeah. feel like. Yeah, Damian almost- Lillard is is like like the um, the pitch said is like a superstar at this point, but he was like an underdog. Um, you know, he went to uh, like not a very you know well known school in college. Yeah. Was a bit of a surprise pick. Well, how he went and then became a star, and okay. uh, people didn't people didn't see that happening. Yeah. All right, I, I don't have a really good feeling either way, but I think I will advance uh, Portland only mm. because that my number one reason is that I feel like if I became an Orlando fan, that might encourage me to have to take my family to Orlando. I thought at you some want point. to take your family to Orlando? No. Well, why would I say that? <laughs> okay. Well, now you're. So, are you basically picking this based on what city you may have to travel to for yes. a game? I mean that's that's part of it. That's part. Yeah, of it. I think that's that's a pretty decent reason. I mean, to, I think uh, Portland not exactly a tourist destination uh, right now either. But uh, <laughs> I think I'd rather still go there than Orlando. Have you ever been to an NBA game, then, Rob? I've been to Google some question. a couple of Knicks games, but uh, not uh, not recently. Okay, okay. And you've never been to you've never been to the Staples Center. I've never been to for, the Staples or, Center or a Lakers I, or Clippers. Game. Wow! Yes, I, that uh, that uh, you may or may not know this, uh, Akiva, but the mm-hmm. head of the Podcast One uh, Podcast Network uh, does have courtside seats for the L.A. Lakers. That I thought Uncle that maybe, Robbie maybe, does not. Maybe rate, one uh, maybe one day I thought <laughs> I would be invited invited uh, to the courtside. Yeah, who's he going with? Chris Jericho? I don't know. Which probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Rich Eisen. All right. <laughs> fine. Okay. So let's let's keep it up there. And so the Raptors advance. The Raptors against the Bucks. Um. Let's hear Julia's Bucks pitch, Zach. Okay. Uh, oh, we're going. We're just... going all this. Like we're not doing all the lower the lower seeds here. Well, I think once we do the play, and it's it's you know for freshness of mind, it sure. makes sense to do. Okay. To 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 have them play right away. That's okay. usually what we do on. So Blazers okay. Bucks here is our first real match. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, so this is from Julia, who had been who asked a few weeks ago, and I said she could have the uh, the Bucks spot. Yeah, said Rob wouldn't it be fun to pick a winning team. The Bucks have lots of big personalities. They have wrestling matches before the games. A player who beats up mascots. Google Robin Lopez and mascots. Your kids will love it. Mm-hmm. One of their most famous former players, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, was on Jeopardy. Is that his claim to fame? Uh, one of our owners, ever heard of Aaron Rodgers, was also on Jeopardy and won, uh, and broke up with Anna Patrick this weekend. 
The Bucks also have an amazing new arena, and Milwaukee would be a great spot for a live RHP or Renap event. Plus, instead of saying Giannis, Rob could start saying Giannis. Yes. Okay. I did speak with uh, Julia on Friday. She called into our uh, uh, patron Facebook Friday show. She was wearing a Bucks uh, jersey, and I said, "Oh, I th- that's so nice that you put on a Bucks jersey to call me for the show." She's like, "I didn't put this on to talk to you. I wear this every day." She's <laughs> <laughs> a diehard. Yeah. Yeah, she has one jersey that she wears every day, or is there <laughs> I don't know. She's out of a closet full of jerseys. Okay, uh, she loves the Bucks. She had uh, a Giannis doll, and then also the mascot. Um, so, Rob, this is the tricky part, I think, because the Bucks were the best team in the NBA this year. They are the number one seed in this tournament, but you're really sort of going to now. They they haven't won anything, you know, in, in basically in in my lifetime. Right, but are you going to? be you know called a front runner if you're picking a team with the best player right before they maybe start you know a uh you know a, a dynasty or a, or a championship run or at least win one okay well th- these are great questions uh je can you talk about uh the contract situation here with uh with Giannis? because i feel like that with the nba that yes Things look things look good now, but I feel like that uh, we're in the NFL for the most part. The superstars stay in one place for a long time. There's not as much uh, moving around of the superstars. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the NBA, that you know, we could you know after the end of the season, okay, throw the board up in the air and then see where everybody lands. Yeah, no, that's true. That's absolutely true. Uh, I think a part of that is because it feels um, so important for these guys, for their legacies to have a title or two. Um, So, you know, they look at their current environment with their team and they're like, oh, it's not there. This ain't going to happen. So maybe I will not to jump ship, but I will go to another team that might be better um, or help my chances of of getting a championship. And Giannis, like all these guys, they want to win a ring. Now, he has this weird thing. Like he has a contract extension possibly coming up. So it's not like he would be leaving next year. But if they were to flame out the Bucks early, struggle, whatever, and he goes, ah, I don't want to do this for the long haul. Um, yeah, he would basically force management's hand. They would be almost dumb to then not try and trade him. It was like the Anthony Davis situation with the Lakers where the Pelicans were in that situation. He's like, I'm not going to be signing here, so you can go ahead and trade me and try and get stuff back. They got a bunch of young players back, picks and stuff like that. All that to say, I don't think Giannis is going anywhere. Who knows, really? That guy just seems so damn loyal to me. And they're a really good team. That's the other part. The Bucs are an awesome team. Anthony Davis, when he was with the Pelicans, they were not that great. Mm-hmm. But the Bucs are the best team in the league. They should come out of the East. They really should. Um, be a little shocking almost if they don't. There's some other good teams. But they should be in the finals. So I just I think this would be a strong pick because they, they are set up with the best player at yeah. a very young age in Giannis. Um, who brings it on both sides of the ball defensively and offensively, like they could be good for a long time here. So yeah, you could have something here. And again, like Akiva said, you're, they still haven't won though since, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar way back when. So they're, I think he's not going anywhere yeah. personally. Yeah. Well, they're definitely going to advance over the Portland Trailblazers here. I just right. want to set the stage for the Bucks conversation uh, mm. moving forward. Uh, Zach, what is the pronunciation on Giannis's last name? 
Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's his. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I gotta type that or tweet that and spell spell it. <laughs> you could just call him the Greek freak. That's what or yeah, or you could him. add him. You know, we got a we have got a funny story from Scott Yeager, who has a challenge podcast. Yeah, and he said uh, he met Giannis, and when he told Giannis he has a challenge podcast, Gian- Giannis is a, is a reality TV fan. He likes the challenge. He Giannis asked him like like a child. Like, oh, my God, you know, Johnny Bananas, the way like uh, most people would say, oh, my God, you know, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Like he was so right. excited that he knew someone who knew Johnny Bananas. So I there is there is, you know, he's 25 years old. There's like a real youthful enthusiasm that Giannis has that doesn't maybe belie like the normal, like best basketball player on earth. Like, oh, he has an incredible guy. story. Like he came out of nowhere. I mean, not long ago, he's like selling trinkets, uh, you know, like with his family just trying to survive. And then, you know, it, it ballooned in height and obviously a skilled basketball player, but he picked it up very late in life. Um, and so it's amazing what he's doing. He's going to be, he's going to win MVP again. He's going to be back to back. All right, put them through and then let's see uh, who they run into later on in the mm. tournament. Um, okay. So the eight, nine matchup, there's no plans here. We have the Miami heat uh, playing their home state. And uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who we've been begged by many people not to not to pick because okay. uh, they're you know playing with a stolen team. Well, this is going to be tough because I hear people are saying don't pick don't pick the Thunder stole, stolen team, <laughs> but I find it very hard to imagine rooting for anything Miami. So uh, let's go ahead and hear the pitches. I got the uh, OKC pitch. Akiva, do you have the Heat pitch? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, so which one do you want to go with first? You do higher seed. Okay, so this from Chris A. He goes, their lazy Knicks knockoff uniforms will feel comfortably familiar, but while the Knicks are beyond all hope, the future is wide open for the young Thunder. This team is already a playoff contender and home to the NBA's best ever point guard in Chris Paul, but you'll never be called a front runner for picking them. What's more, as Shai Gilgis-Alexander, the Canadian, grows into a star and the Thunder enjoy their bounty of draft picks, you can laugh at the expense of nearby Clippers fans. They also have a player named Dort. And that's the pitch. <laughs> Who's also Canadian. Yeah. Yes, he is Canadian as yeah. well. Yeah. So, J.E., the Thunder have a lot of draft picks. They got tons oh, I like of this. draft picks. Oh, I like this. We to talk about this when you got to the Clippers because their trade with Paul George. J.E. can explain it. Well, yeah, they've traded. I mean, recently or the last couple of years or whatever, they've traded two stars in Paul George and Russell Westbrook and got just insane amount of picks, like future picks um, back for trading a player of, of their caliber and young talent. Shea, you know, Shea being one of them, he came from the Clippers. Um, I, I, they have it is it's like it's stupid. It's something like I, it is something like 15 picks they have like over the next couple of uh, seasons here. And they might swap some of them and stuff like that. So they might lose some, but they're. They they surprised a lot of people this year, Rob. Like no, not a lot of people had the Thunder as a playoff team, and they could even go a little higher here in these seeding games. Um, so they they shocked a lot of people. They play like three guards, so they're like, they've got Stephen Adams, who's from New Zealand. He's a fun character. You, I think you would really like him, Rob. But yeah. they have three guards: Shea, Chris Paul, and then Dennis Schroeder comes off the bench. But they play a lot of three man rotations. Yeah, oh, wow, they're guys. fifty and twenty uh, forty and twenty four. Yeah, they're yeah. They, and it's fun to say Schroeder also. Yeah, Schroeder. Yeah, they got a lot of international flavor. He's he's German. Yeah, um, a bunch of Canadians. Got the New Zealand Stephen Adams, Gallinari, uh, Italian. Yeah, Je, are they good at drafting? Yeah, they are. They have one of the better GMs oh. in the league. Um, so the reason, like, 
Yeah, the Thunder, there are people that don't want you to pick the Thunder because they were stolen from Seattle. The franchise was moved, and uh, which was rough timing for Seattle fans because they had just added basically Westbrook and Kevin Durant. I mm-hmm. mean, two of the best players in the game, and then they're gone. Uh, so Seattle fans don't get to see them. So, uh, but they have a great they have a great GM in Sam Presti. They've they've hit a lot of picks. They, they're just smart. They're okay. analytics based. Good. So yeah, good. Yep. I, I like all that. Uh, all right, give me the Miami pitch real quick. I almost but. think we. I mean, I, I you're going to pick the Thunder here. You're not going to root for Miami. Team. Somebody somebody worked on on <laughs> on the pitch. We should at least hear. That's it. That's true. What about the ten the fourteen people who also worked on a pitch who were not going to read from Miami? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but Eric, said, by the way, while uh, while while I start to read the Miami pitch, which of the thirty NBA teams, if you could venture a guess? Do you think Rob had the had the most pitches? By far, the most pitches came from one team. Well, I, I would guess the Raptors. Yeah, no question, because uh, the whole country you know, of we, people. Well, whole country of people, but also there, you know, half of our listenership is yes. uh, is Canadian. Yes. Okay. Um, this is from Eric. Well, we did get a lot of heat pitches. Eric says, "Charisma!" Exclamation point. Jimmy Butler's a star. Bam Adebayo is a young, soon to be star. Tyler Harrow has swag. Derek Jones Jr. is a fantastic dunker. The team is slightly above average, so you'll see more wins and losses, but won't be hopping on a bandwagon. Pat Riley has nice hair. They're in Miami, a wild city. It's a good choice. Okay. Yeah, I heard the story about Jimmy Butler uh, uh, dribbling the basketball in his <laughs> hotel room to practice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I, 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 that's impressive, but no, I can't pick anything Miami. Oh, wow. yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> it's it's no, my, a no Miami rule. Uh, yeah, I can't root for any, any Miami sports team. Yeah, yeah and, and, and Jimmy Butler, notorious. Um, Jimmy loves to work out like a madman, but he also likes to tell everybody that he's working out like a madman. Jimmy man. can jump. It, Jimmy can jump. Jimmy gets buckets. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he, <laughs> we, there's a conspiracy that he called the cops security on mm-hmm. himself while yeah. he was dribbling at 3.30 in the morning, so it becomes Jimmy a story. Jimmy can dribble? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. That, that, that's his MO. He's also a big country music fan. Oh, that's, that's true. Things he it's true. Okay. All right. All right, Rob. All right. So we have uh, one quarter done with the Bucks and the Thunder. Let's move down. We have the Clippers are going to face the winner of an all-Texas matchup, the Mavericks versus the Spurs. I'll start because I'm a lifelong San Antonio Spurs fan. I thought the Spurs weren't invited. Uh, they, they are invited, but uh, they are not good. And, you know, they were not going to be in the bubble okay. for long. J.E., uh, Akiva is famously <laughs> a San Antonio Spurs fan. Yeah, oh, 30 right. years. Great team. Um the I, I I bought see it's almost like who would Rob pick now, J E who would be like me not becoming a Knicks fan sort of like what Rob's doing in 1990 and picking the Spurs you know in in November of 89 because David Robinson was was starting up so I, yeah. I guess that's the box yeah. but but maybe like he's a year too late I'm not sure because he's already the MVP like I I started with Robinson right okay um, yeah yeah that's uh. Mm, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, they notoriously the Spurs had David Robinson, great talent. He got injured. They basically sort of tanked away the rest well, of the season. And well, then no, he got Tim he, Duncan. He, he went. Yeah, but I'm 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 old. I'm thinking. Oh, back you're to pre that. You're when he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, when when he was drafted, but had to fulfill his naval commitment. Mm. So Rob, a lot of people said the same thing. Akiva and Rob both root for the Mets and the Jets. Why not just join him as a Spurs fan? Hmm. Uh, so that, that part's pit. compelling. I like talking to Uncle Kiwi and uh, mm-hmm. talking about the sports. So that's that part would be good. I mean, but yeah. uh, Kiva, why the Spurs? Well, I will say one of the weird things about being a Spurs fan versus the Mets and the Jets is like I'm in, you know, group chats about the Mets and the Jets. I have innumerable number of people I could talk to about either team. 
But really, like when the Spurs won their, you know, any of their four titles, I just give myself a high five and go to sleep. Like there's, I don't have other Spurs fan friends. I never have. I've never been to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go when they would, when they would come into the garden. But so it was, it's been a very lonely life. The Spurs, I have nine titles in basketball because UConn and the Spurs and none yeah. in, in the sports mm-hmm. I really care about. Um, uh, but, uh, I, I don't, I think it's the wrong time to get on the Spurs bandwagon. Um, they are headed downward. Popovich is probably at the door. The one cool thing is they may have a, a female coach next. I more likely possible that Tim Duncan would become the coach, but Becky Hammond could become mm-hmm. the first the women's coach in any of the big four sports. Anyway, I don't think you should become a Spurs fan. Uh, Zach, what's the Mavericks pitch? What's the Spurs hated? Uh, well, can I respond on the San Antonio Spurs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, Greg Popovich does look uh, very, very old. That I'm looking at a picture of him, and I feel like I've stumbled onto the HBO Max website and looking at some stills from Succession. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. There's no reason for him to be in the bubble. Let Tim Duncan and Becky Hammond coach. It's crazy. He is the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, though, but in my opinion, at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. I wanted to know when you gave yourself a high five, did you yeah. like left hand, right hand high five or high five? To I'm not very coordinated, James. Oh, so okay. Who knows? I probably slapped myself in the face. Accidentally. Okay. <laughs> and knocked yourself out. Yeah. Okay. I, I have the mass pitch right here. If we want to go straight into that. Sure. Sure. It's not very long. It's from Rob Hopkins. Uh, one of the greatest young players in the league in Luka Doncic is on the team. Got the Andre the Giant st- slash star of John Wick three in Bobin Marjanovic, their seven foot five center. Cuban always keeps things interesting. Yeah, and I'm guessing Dirk sticks around with the franchise somehow, and he is just a delight. Mm. And that is the pitch. No, nothing Dirk. about Kristaps Porzingis. Being there were some pitches that mentioned Kristaps Porzingis. Too, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not Nick. sure if I like him. I think he's, yeah. uh, he's been vilified uh, in uh, the New That's York. True. Stories. Uh, he also got beat up by Knicks fans in like Ukraine or Russia. He was at a bar there and got jumped by some Knicks fans when he left the team. So <laughs> he has a rough history. With <laughs> yeah, uh, I do like Mark Cuban. I'm a Cuban fan, so uh, wow. I would say that I will put uh, I'll put through the Mavericks. Mm. You didn't even listen to us like talk about Luka Doncic or nothing. Just yeah, put it through right uh, well, away. Again, I, I don't know uh. that you that uh, the names of play, players true, true, that true. I don't know who they are that uh, they yeah. can have cool the sounding Luka names. Is, right? You know, if Giannis is the and Jay could correct me if he if he argues, but yeah, if Giannis is the young guy in the NBA. Or yeah. the guy in the NBA, Luca's yeah. the second best young yeah, player. So. Exactly. Yeah, If you say like, okay, in in NBA 2K, they have this guy who's a 92 and this other guy who's an 89. <laughs> yeah, give us all their ratings, please. Yeah, that I'm means something to I, me. I think Luca's above a 90, though. I'm almost Over, above certain. 90. Yeah, but he's well, good. He's good. The thing with Luka Doncic right now, he had a good rookie season. He won Rookie of the Year last year. This is his second season, and he's had probably like one of the best second seasons in history, like the best second NBA season since like LeBron, I would say. That's how good he's playing, especially for, I mean, historically, there have been good European players like Giannis, of course, Dirk Nowitzki, but for a European player to be this good at such a young age, like he plays like he's a 10-year veteran. Yeah, yeah okay. Rob, Luka is, is Lamar Jackson to, to Giannis's Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, that is a good comparison, honestly. Well, well mm-hmm. okay. All right, that's the Mavericks. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the Mavericks advancing. So now yeah, we're the Mavericks so yeah, and the Clippers. He's a, he's a 96 uh, wow. in NBA 2K, Zach. 
Oh, well, oh, I, yeah, see, I, I, I was in 2K20, so I'm not up to the ratings. I was more in 2K19. Mm. I missed, in 2K19, not to go on too much of a tangent, but I had a 99 overall Shaq that could like shoot threes from half court <laughs> and he could do like crazy dribble moves and stuff. <laughs> Very realistic game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, but yeah, I haven't been playing too much 2K20. But um, yeah, I can go straight into the Clippers pitch if you want. Spoiler alert with the Clippers, yeah. they did not have many good pitches, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, the majority of Clippers pitches were like, oh, the Clippers are like the Mets, and you like the Mets. They're the second worst team in their city, and therefore mm-hmm. you should pick them Heard over that. the Lakers. Heard that. That was like, there was 10 pitches that were pretty much like copy-paste of that. So I was wondering if Akiva would notice, but for the Clippers and for another team, I actually wrote pitches under a pseudonym. Oh. I wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if it would go on, over his head, but <laughs> I, didn't see if, I, didn't, I don't think he noticed. But so I'll Zach pitch calling the, the snitch hotline on himself. Yeah, wow, yeah, uh, Zach. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really care. But I'll, I'll pitch the Clippers here. This is the pitch I wrote. I What's your fake name, Zach? Well, I went with I went with Mac Zohamid, and then it was like Mac. Oh, Z. so you really did not try and hide? Yeah, it. I didn't try. To, I was like, will it go over Akiva's head? I was like, will he even look at the pictures? <laughs> well, I looked at the pictures, but I, there's 300 names. I didn't really spend a lot, a lot of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had a feeling, but so I'll, I'll pitch the Clippers here because I, I do like the Clippers. I watch a lot of their games, but I'm not really. Put, they're not my favorite team in this bracket, and I didn't pitch for that team, so. I don't think I'm putting my thumb on the scale too hard. But yeah, I think you should pitch the Clippers because of Kawhi. The man is an enigma. He drives, he's for a long time, he drove a 99 Chevy Tahoe when he was worth millions of dollars. He had an endorsement deal with Wingstop and would panic when he lost his free Wings coupons. When, gu- when guarding opposing players in college, he'd just say, nope, 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 repeatedly. And most famously, when grabbing rebounds against opposing players on his team, he'd say, I'm a board man, board man gets paid, which mm. became his slogan with yep. New Balance, who he left Jordan's brand and signed with New Balance. And I'm sure you and Akiva, as two men nearing the age of 50, are familiar with New Whoa. Balance's apparel. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh boy! You, you mean people that can do fifty push-ups? Is that what you mean by pushing fifty? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, that's my pitch. I, I really like. It. I mean, they, they have Paul George, Kawhi. Like they have a lot, a good young team as well. But the problem with the uh, the Clippers is that they're in win now mode because, as we mentioned earlier, they sent a lot of their draft picks to Oklahoma City. Yeah. For in exchange for Paul George, a secondary superstar to Kawhi Leonard. But if they do win this season, I mean, you would you'd, it'd be a good, not the worst pick ever. Yeah. Je, who's the Clippers on? Steve Ballmer, right? Yep, that's right. That's right. I mean, for the longest time, it was uh, the racist Donald Sterling. Yes. So it was nice yes. to get his ass out of there. Um, yeah. So yeah, they got Ballmer. He's sitting courtside. He's he's going crazy. He's got. I mean, you just look up the clips on on YouTube or Twitter. It's it's pretty oh, funny. That well, I recall from the Arnold Schwarzenegger season of The Apprentice that Steve Ballmer. There was a task where. He had the teams try to, you know, create ways to fire up the crowd at Clippers games. Uh, and how did it go? <laughs> it was good. I'm trying to see if I, <laughs> if I can still find the oh, Clipper Nation. Yes. Yes. Okay. This is the anthem of, of Clipper Nation. DJ 
Yeah. Okay, that's never been played at a Clever game. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have Ricky that. Williams singing that song? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. But yeah, I mean, look, I have a soft spot for the Clippers because I'm a Raptors fan. And, you know, we basically for one year just got one of the best players in the game in Kawhi Leonard. He came up to Toronto and then helped bring the... Uh, the country a championship and was instrumental in that. And then he said, okay, I'm going to LA and everyone's like, okay, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Bye. So, and you know, he has the infamous um, press conference when he was announced uh, as a Toronto Raptor uh, member for the first time, he had the famous laugh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I can't even do it, but uh, <laughs> he, it's a guy that he's, he, he seems like a robot. Like people aren't sure that he's actually human, that he was programmed wrong to laugh, but um he is a fun guy, as they now call him. Okay. But as he, as <laughs> Serge Ibaka calls okay. Yeah, the fun guy. He's got well, put, the slides and everything. Put the Clippers through over mm-hmm. the Mavericks. Mm. Okay. Rob, I will say, you know, Kawhi is my least favorite athlete, uh, probably in sports history, other than maybe Derek Jeter, for what he did to the Spurs. So we could have a real problem. And what did he do? He, le- he left them in free agency? No, he didn't let, not leave them in free agency. He went to about 11 different doctors till he found one that said he couldn't play because he was refusing to play. Because idiot Uncle Dennis didn't want it, you know, wanted him to get a better shoe deal in a bigger market. It was a disaster. He 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 cried his way out of out of San Antonio, and the Spurs did not get, you know, they got two dimes on the dollar for Kawhi no Leonard. self high fives that night. <laughs> no, for sure not. <laughs> what do you do uh, for a self? Reason- like, oh, uh, continue, like, Rob. Do you do like a self thumbs down? What do you do when something bad? <laughs> yeah, happens? I, give, I give myself the finger, like when uh, <laughs> something like that happens. All right, so for the right to face the Celtics in the next matchup, we have the 76ers, shockingly, have to play in a play-in matchup against the Phoenix Suns. Okay. So, Zach, what do we have for the Sixers? For the Sixers, well, we have uh, Ben's audio pitch, which I emailed to Rob. Uh, Fourth wheel Ben sent in an audio pitch. That was pretty good. Okay, here we go. Audio pitch from Ben. Here we go. Fourth wheel Ben. Just like you choose a season three, episode seven show, you should choose an NBA team that isn't too beloved, is easy to laugh at, and won't make you seem like a boomer. The 76ers are quite possibly the weirdest team in the NBA, and they just might win the NBA finals this year. Years ago, they hired a general manager who tanked and ended up getting them what seemed like three guaranteed stars. Joel Embiid, a seven-foot center from Cameroon with a wet jumper, was injured for his first two seasons, but has emerged as one of the best and funniest players in the league. Ben Simmons is amazing at every aspect of the game, except he cannot and will not shoot a basketball unless he's being photographed for Instagram. Their third top pick, Markel Fultz, forgot how to shoot a basketball and was quickly traded away for nothing. That first general manager was fired, and their next general manager was forced to resign after Europe's The Ringer reported that he used eight burner Twitter handles to put his own players on blast. One coach has lived through it all. His name is Brett Brown, and he is the most Gene Hackman coach in the NBA, succeeding more through motivation than tactics. His future hinges on the 76ers' success in these playoffs, and he has decided to move the overpaid former All-Star Al Horford to the bench and add the young, late draft pick Shake Milton to the starting lineup. Will this change make the difference and push the 76ers to live up to their preseason expectations as title contenders? Probably not, but it sure will be fun to watch. Okay. Akiva, now, is it possible that uh, if I become a 76ers fan, could I be consolidating more of my sports interests possibly under the same ownership group? Yeah, that is a good question because uh, you know, that the, the owners of the Sixers may buy the Mets this week. I don't know. A-Rod's doing a lot of uh, PR against all the, the teams that are trying to buy the Mets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, that would be funny 
But I almost think you want to you want to like sort of um, diversify your portfolio. Yeah, I heard that they're not great owners either. Uh, also, <laughs> they're not especially rich compared to some of the other. You know, <laughs> sell the team to Stephen Cohen. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. And, and that also, was a pitch from Fourth Wheel Ben. Good, that was great a great pitch. pitch. Great pitch. Um, Je is. Uh, did do I have this correctly? Did Ben Simmons not want to go to the bubble? Um, I don't know if that was a thing. I mean, I guess it's possible that he had said something to somebody okay. at one point. Maybe, Maybe somebody he was a else. Hesitant. Maybe I'm getting confused with somebody else. No, he else. could have. But um, I liked like the pitch for Will Ben. He's right in the high variance for the 76ers. You could convince me they win a title down there in Orlando, and I could also just as likely see them bounced in the first round. Mm. They are a very weird team. Um, top heavy. They did the whole tank thing. You know, they're the, they're the trust the process. You ever heard that? Yes. 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 That, well, that's where that started. Yeah. With Sam Hinkie, the former GM and then Joel Embiid ran with it. And I think he trademarked it. So yeah, they're, they, they, they had the famous battle with the Raptors last year where Kawhi hit the shot that did the four bounces and went in game seven, walk off and all that. So they were, they were close to beating the eventual champs for sure. Okay. All right. Um, we've got Joel Embiid that, uh, he's a 91. It's big. <laughs> ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> are you looking, honestly, the, the 2K ratings are not like, cause for me, if I'm going to rate Joel Embiid, he's higher than a 91 in my yeah, I'd say 91 be. is pretty, is pretty yeah, what's, what's, he's, he's what's his Chester 2K ranking? Probably like a 94. 94. <laughs> okay. All right. And then they are taking on the Celtics. Uh, no, if they beat the Suns, then they'll go right okay. to the Celtics. Well, tell me about the Suns. I feel like I haven't heard anything about the Phoenix Suns in uh, 15 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's pretty accurate. I have <laughs> yep, a pitch, that right. I have a pitch from Mike Duvall. It was a late pitch, actually. He came in like Friday night. But what he wrote was like, I'm from Massachusetts, but I don't think there's a chance in hell that New York native Rob will pick the Celtics. So instead, I'm pitching my first NBA love, the Phoenix Suns. I became a Suns fan as a kid because I thought Charles Barkley was hilarious in Space Jam, and I've stuck with them ever since. They've been bad for a while, but I think this year could really be the start of an upward trend. They started this season with a bang, with a bang after beating the New York Clippers, and I think fans and other teams are starting to take them seriously after years of post-Steve Nash era mediocrity. They have possibly the most underrated player in the league in Devin Booker, a player who once scored 70 points against the Celtics, as well as another young stud in DeAndre Ayton. New head coach has been Monty Williams has the team trending in the right direction after years of bouncing around. Hmm. Realistically, the Suns are probably the worst team in the bubble, but they've got nothing to lose. And I think they're going to be a fun team to watch and well worthy of your fan. Okay. All right. Do you have any Suns thoughts at 26 and 39? Very, yeah, bad team. Very, uh, very young. I feel like they're very active on social media. They're, They're always buzzing on social media. Um, it's you know you're no not one person on earth will accuse you of being a front runner. Yeah, that's you know Phoenix is close to LA. You can take a little road trip with the boys when Mm -hmm. they're a little older Mm -hmm. and go to a game. Yeah, Talking Stick Arena, I think is uh, is the sponsor, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, it's definitely an option. Like the problem is that you're probably getting eight. Yeah, every team gets eight games, so it's not like you're getting nothing from a bad team here. But you know, it's it. You're not getting into the uh, into the actual playoffs with the Suns. No, yeah, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, down there. I'm going to pass on the uh, Phoenix Suns, and uh, we'll you know, uh, be fun. 
but uh, I'll pass. Oh, thank <laughs> Their you. star player is really good at 2K, Devin Booker. He won a oh. 2K tournament yep. earlier in the but when there was no NBA going on. They had a player's 2K tournament. I mm-hmm. watched it. He was really good, actually. Honestly. He's only an 86. Does he use like, You say he's a 99 at 2K. Yeah, well, if he if he was rating himself, and yeah, his, based on his two K ability, yeah, he'd definitely yeah. be a ninety nine. Okay, all right. Uh, so yeah, let's let's advance the Sixers. Um, okay, so we have the Bucks, Thunder, Clippers, Sixers. That's the top. That's the elite eight uh, top half. Let's get to the bottom half. Of this oh, bracket. so the Celtics didn't even get a pitch. They're just no, no, no. They did. Oh, they did. We did. They, we didn't. We did. We talked Celtic. No, we have not. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We did. Oh no, it's it's Celtics versus Sixers. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry, you're right. All right. Give, me the, Cel- Give me the Celtics pitch. Trying, trying to keep wh- you honest here. Yeah. yeah tell yeah, me no, why I'm, I'm going to be a fan of a Boston team now. I don't think. I don't <laughs> yeah. even think we need a Celtics pitch. <laughs> that's why I thought you skipped it. Honestly. Yeah. That's what I thought too. <laughs> no, I, I have a Celtics pitch here, but before I read it, I just want to say something funny. For some reason, the Boston Celtics fans they just sent in like these essays. Like I was so shocked. Every Boston <laughs> pitch was just like five paragraphs long, and I was like, Akiva's going like, to get the, so the Bill Simmons of reading. Right? They're trying to prove <laughs> exactly. their moms that they got yeah. their money's worth sixty five thousand yeah. dollars at BU. <laughs> so I have a pitch here. They're it's all the bloggers. Cons- yeah, <laughs> it's the one concise Celtics pitch. So I'll read it pretty quickly. Uh, Jason, it's from Spencer, and it was uh, Jason Tatum is a generational talent on his way to being one of the best players in the league. Jalen Brown is a fantastic two way young wing, amazing on both offense and defense. Marcus Smart is the epitome of hustle and defensive prowess. They have Kemba Walker, an electrifying point guard who is exciting to watch. And Gordon Hayward, who is a recovering former all-star who could go off for 30 points on any given night. What's he recovering not, from? I don't know. I, well, having, actually, having he had a big injury orders. when he, but like, he, I don't know if he tore his ACL or something, but he had a very bad injury a little while. A ago. gruesome injury. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it was, well, it was when now. he collided very, with very LeBron in midair. Year. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. And LeBron came out unscathed, and poor Gordon Hayward was out for the whole season. Ugh. Don't yeah. watch that one. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll look it we should, up. Rob, we should watch a clip of Gordon Hayward finding out he's having another daughter on a gym. Yeah, yeah. So another person said that in a pitch. Oh, and I'll just finish this off. And that's not to mention the legend of seven foot five Taco Fall, who, let's face it, is impossible to root against. So why not make it easier for yourself and pick his team in the first place? And that's Spencer Celtics. What well, can you go about what Taco Fall? Yeah. Yep. That's so right. Taco Paul is their seven foot five rookie that they drafted um, this season in the second round, I think. Oh, yeah. Got it. Got it. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's only playing a, with he's their a, development a, team now. Yeah, he's only a 68 in uh, NBA 2K. Yeah. He's, <laughs> Taco Paul. I really don't think they're 2K ready to play it. From Senegal. Yeah. Yeah. No, but every time he played a couple of games, like in garbage time, and he would just get like standing ovations. Every yeah, time. he Super is the uh, the human cigar, is what they he's sort of called because it's like their team is killing. The Celtics are winning by thirty. Let's put him in. Crowd oh. goes nuts. Well, I like you know, that. Auerbach used to light up a cigar on the bench when the Celtics were killing teams. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He seems like a fun kid for sure. He's, seems he's fun. got a great personality. But I can't be. I'm not a Celtics fan. I no, can't, no, I can't, I can't see myself with a Celtics hat on. Yeah, that's insane. Okay. Put the Sixers right, through. So Sixers and the Clippers. All right. Like I said, I'm sorry for uh, eliminating <laughs> before. Okay. So to face the Raptors, the three, the, the team with the third best record in the NBA, so our three seed, we have the Grizzlies versus the Kings, two real underdogs in this tournament. Okay. All right. Let's hear some pitches. Grizzlies and Kings. 
Okay, the Grizzlies pitch is pretty short. There weren't too many Grizzlies pitches, but it's from Terry. And what he says is, Rob shouldn't pick a team full of bandwagon fans and a long history of winning. He should want a team full of young, exciting players that is on the rise. The Grizzlies have the current Rookie of the Year in John Morant and one of the best players from the previous draft in Jared Jackson Jr. And that's his Grizzlies pitch. Hmm. Okay. Zach, were you a Grizzlies fan when they were in Vancouver? No, well, I was very young, but also they were absolutely terrible, so I was never a fan. <laughs> I did, okay. I've honestly always liked the Memphis Grizzlies, though. I was a bit, because I'm the type of guy I really like good defenses. And for a long time with Tony Allen and Marcus Soul, the Grizzlies had one of the best defenses in the league. And their whole grit and grind era, I really liked watching that team. They peaked when they made the Western Conference Finals and ended up getting sweeped, swept by the San Antonio Spurs. But I was always a big Grizzly. And Zach Randolph has always been one of my favorite players So when he was on the team. I really like them. But not great anymore. So They have a strong likelihood, I mean, to hold on to the playoff spot. So that maybe helps your your chances of having a team actually in the playoffs, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, hold, they're the eight seed right now. they got a lot of teams chasing them, the Pelicans, the Blazers, and stuff like that. But, you know, they would have to really... They'd have to have a rough go of it in these seeding games to give up at that, that, that uh, play-in game, at least. So... And they got John Morant. He's going to win Rookie of the Year. So they got a young talent in him. He's their point guard. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they're on the rise, for sure. They're, they are a fun team. And they've never won a single thing. Akiva, any points for Memphis Grizzlies? Like there's not a lot for me to sink my teeth into here. Not re- I mean, they're, you know, they're certainly in the uh, bottom third, if not the bottom five, in terms of like anonymity, uh, in, you know, historically. But John Morant could really bring them uh, to like a new level. It, nobody would accuse you of being a front runner. They're going up against the Kings, which, which would also be a weird pick. <laughs> I think both these teams are going to have trouble beating the Raptors. Raptors Grizzlies is a fun matchup because those are teams came in, came yeah. in, you know, they're the original the Smith Cup. Yeah, James A. Smith. Okay. Um, Maybe in the creative basketball. Let's hear the, let's hear about the, yeah, not really. Let's hear about the Kings. The Kings, the pitch is from Joe Weaver. It's a pretty short pitch as well. He writes, if you want disappointing, their last title was in 1951 when they were playing in Rochester, New York. Other than an eight-year run of fun in the early 2000s, it's been, it's been hideous for the rest of the time. Haven't made the playoffs since Aris was winning Survivor Panama. <laughs> yes. Wow. It's a good pitch. Really dating yeah. them. Um, okay. The thing with the Kings is that they should have had a title. They really got screwed out of it when one of the refs was betting on the Lakers and was letting them get away with like every single violation. There was a famous clip where Kobe elbowed their point guard, Mike Bibby, and blood starts spurting out of his nose, and the referee still doesn't call a foul. So, yeah, it's a, they have an unfortunate history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think either of these are going to be my new team, but let's advance the Kings. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they are a good young team though because the pitch doesn't really do them justice. They have De'Aaron Fox, who's a super exciting young point guard, very underrated player. They have Buddy Heald, who's a three point champion. Um, their coach is not great, Luke Walton. Management has not been great either. Vladi no. Divots, their former star players, their general manager, has not done a great job. Most famously, they passed on Luka Doncic, which is so weird because Vladi Divots is European himself, <laughs> so it's like. I don't know how he couldn't see like how good Luka Doncic would be, mm-hmm. and that's that's something that's going to haunt their franchise for a while as well. So, I don't really, what can well, you do? Okay, well, if you put it that way, then I guess I'll go with the Grizzlies. 
Well, <laughs> I don't want a haunted franchise with Vladdy I'm Divas. Not, not. Do you remember? Okay, let me just to, to maybe put you one way or the other. Do you remember Penny Hardaway? Because you said yes. you were a fan sort of in the 90s. Okay, John Morant is sort of Penny Hardaway like. Mm, okay. Very exciting. So he like, has a commercial where he has like a little tiny baby him. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't baby have jaw. a little jaw yet, yeah. uh, but he could because he's he's charismatic and he's got the highlights and he's obviously super young. Okay. And, let's, uh, let's advance the Grizzlies then. Uh, Forget like the that. Kings. Beautiful. We, we are, there's an anti-monarchy podcast. Mm. <laughs> what about great. the King Cake Baby? Well, yeah. We, do, Jay, do you know that we used to be stands of the King Cake Baby, which sort of like uh, was going to fast track the, the Pelicans at one point, which we, we haven't gotten to. But uh, the King Cake Baby uh, that sort of disappeared off the face of the earth. Well, yeah, true. Uh, or maybe not a baby any longer. Who knows? Maybe um, right, we'll get to the we'll get to the Pelicans yeah, later. Very scary though. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So, what's the Raptors pitch, uh, Zach, for Raptors versus Grizzlies? Okay, I'm gonna pull that up right now. Okay, I got the Raptors pitch. It's one of the longer pitches, but I thought, man, the Raptors had so many well, let's pitches. Hear it. I, I couldn't pitch a short one or pick a short one because I got to do these Raptors fans justice. So it's from uh, Jody. And this is what she writes. She writes, this is a pro-Canadian podcast. Maybe all of Canada has invested in this podcast. Renap, a quote from Renap episode two. Canada and Renap have always had an important relationship. What better way to solidify that relationship than with the We the North fandom? It's like celebrating a whole country, not just a team. Yes, the Raptors did win last year, but nobody thought they would. And nobody thinks they will win again anytime soon. They have always been underdogs. Nobody good wants to stay and play in Toronto, see the history of Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, and Kawhi Leonard. So being a Raptors fan does hurt, but it hurts so good. That being said, they are good enough to watch and get into the playoffs so long... Okay, that doesn't make sense, but they are good enough to watch and they will get into the playoffs. Pascal Siakam is incredibly likable and a young star to watch until he inevitably leaves and breaks our heart. Masai Ujiri, the president, has 14 women employed on staff. When he started, there was only one. All the listeners that hate when you talk about sports can still support how progressive the Raptors are. Yeah. The, the listeners all- that hate when we talk about sports might not still be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> True. There's already Rahab swag styled around the Raptors, easily marketed to Rob's kids because they like dinosaurs, and Puya is a Raptors fan, and who doesn't love Puya? That's a very compelling, strong pitch. Yeah, and we have J- we have Je also as a Raptors fan. Do you have anything to add to? Uh, no, that was very well put. Masai Ujiri, greatest GM in sports, hands down. Rob, you might like to know down in the bubble. I saw the Raptors just tweet this out. They've taken their floor and they've had some poor intern, I assume, like basically wrap the entire floor in like Raptors, you know, posters and We the North gear. It looks really cool. Um, so they've they just take it to the next level. I think they had also a lot of these players. Um, family photos like blown up and they put around on the floor and stuff like they just they're just a classy organization yes. led by Masai Ujiri they go next level and they're the champs yeah Rob, okay Rob would not know what to do with rooting for a classy organization Let I would not know true I would true. be so lost okay I so lots of great points for the Raptors uh my my counterpoints at this point at this juncture are they just won I feel like I missed the boat uh, that would be disappointing of like, oh, you're a Raptors fan. Like, yeah, it's a, but I haven't seen them win a championship. Uh, what do you mean? You came in after they won? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's troubling. Uh, and then two, 
Je, I heard you talking about this on the No Dunks podcast, where in in, in any given series they play, they're not going to have the best player on the court. They have the deepest team That's potentially. Right. That's right. That's exactly right. In a lot of these series, especially in the Eastern Conference, against the Bucks with Giannis, against the 76ers with Embiid. They don't uh, even have a, somebody who's a 90 in NBA 2K. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. the beauty of the team, Rob. That's the beauty of the team. You know, that's a, that's the beauty of your podcast, for crying out loud. It's not just you. You're not just the star. It's all the, Josh it's all Wiggler talent. doesn't have a 90 in 2K? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's, yeah, they're a deep team, and they probably, well, they have the coach of the year. He's going to win coach of the year likely nick nurse he's very creative here's the beauty about nick nurse rob you like this like a lot of coaches are stuck in their ways so it's like this is the way i've done it for 30 years i'm not changing i don't care for losing by 15 let's just stick with it and we'll ride it out nick nurse is like oddly the exact opposite he's like "Eh, let's try let's just try this we're down 10 like what's we'll try a box one defense we'll try this we'll just throw things at the wall and it's actually really refreshing to watch as a fan that he's not afraid to go out on a limb at times okay Um, so they're, it's yeah. definitely the Raptors. They're definitely advancing. They're, okay, good, no good, chance good. the Grizzlies are knocking them out here. So put put them through. I just want to state as as you know we continue to see them advance in the tournament potentially. I just want to uh, state all of my pros and cons mm-hmm. on uh, why this is not an easy decision. Before we move on completely, I have an honorable mention pitch from Josh from Scarborough. It's not that long, but it's fun. Well, I'll just read it and you'll see. All he talks about is their mascot. So from Josh, the Raptors mascot is elite. He's undoubtedly the most egregious snub from the mascot hall of fame, even more so than the King Cake Baby. Also, the team should get bonus points for not being cute with the term Raptor by having their mascot be a bird of prey version of a Raptor or whatever. They shoot straight with him. He's just an honest (laughs) to goodness basketball playing Velociraptor. It's awesome. In conclusion, his high flying antics, radical tood, an inimitable jiffability would be perfect for Rob's rocking personality. Okay. That's that's their pitch for just their mascot. Strong pitch. Strong, yeah. strong pitch all around. No. No. All right. By the way, Akiva, do you know that Renap and Canada also both share that they have three A's in their name? But Rob, I didn't I did not know that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, and one N. Unbelievable. Um, so to face the Nuggets, uh, we have the Pacers or the Wizards. The Wizards, uh, other than the Charlotte Hornets, who are not even in the bubble, I believe are the only team that got one pitch. I think uh, they only got one pitch and, for the Nuggets. Well, like, no, for the Wizards. The Wizards. The, okay. the Nuggets are decent. The Nuggets, but the Wizards pitch. I'll read it quickly. I see it here. It's from Tara. She says they seem similar to the Mets and the Jets with their mediocrity, and when they get a big talent, they get hurt. Plus, the name is fun, and I feel it would please the, all the Harry Potter stands that listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> listen, that's all we had. The, the Wizards <laughs> right now. Are had. there a lot of Harry Wizards Potter that, stands that root for the Wizards? No, I think I it was the Harry Potter Renap fans. Like, yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, a lot of Harry Potter with, fans. Uh, do you remember when the Wizards used to be the Bullets? Yeah, of course. Uh, they should go back. Yeah, um, I they're not endorsing guns by being the bullets. Bullets, bullets are much cooler than whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So the pace, Indiana Pacers. Yeah. We did get a bunch. Because if there was one was... Washington sports team that we needed to change its name, it was the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Honestly. You imagine they did that first, yeah. and they go back to bullets. Could the Redskins the adopt the bullets? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. that would be probably that would be... step up. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, all right, Zach, what do we have for the Indiana Pacers? I have the I have the Pacers here. It's a pitch from Ben Tobe. And um, the but an honorable mention goes out to all the fans that mentioned that the Pacers mascot is named Boomer. So, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but uh, I'll read the pitch. It's not too long. So um, here's this pitch from Ben. Let's get down to brass tacks. The Pacers are an underrated playoff team in the East, boasting young star like young stars like Hoosier alum Victor Oladipo, first-time All-Star Demontis Sabonis. And Malcolm Brogdon, former Rookie of the Year, this team has plenty of talent. Why put Gene Hackman in the Song of the Summer, if not to pick an Indiana team oh, as yours point. to stand? Yeah, underrated enough where Rob isn't backing a front runner, but talented enough to for him to be invested in them going forward. Hmm. Victor Oladipo is out for the restart, but this is about long-term fanhood. In the Pacers, we stand. Okay, good pitch. Yeah, it's good. Oladipo may play too. It's yeah. still it's still up in the air whether he's the team's kind of moved on from like when Ola, after coming back from injury, he's not really like their their best player right now is probably Demontis Sabonis. Yeah. He's he's yeah. coming off his most recent All Star appearance. But okay. Okay. Do you remember Arvidas Sabonis? Demontis is. I know the name. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't remember the player. But let me just say this: I don't like the Pacers, and in fact. I hate Reggie Miller because yeah. <laughs> as a, and this is ingrained in my Knicks uh, DNA, I had to watch all those years. It's one thing where Michael Jordan is beating the Knicks. And then at the same time, you know, he's a superstar. Everybody loves Michael Jordan that I never had any love for Reggie Miller. And I had to watch him beat the Knicks uh, all these times. And uh, those, uh, those Knicks Pacers games were grueling. And I don't like the Pacers, so I can't pick them. Yeah, so you're going to go straight to yep. the Wizards. Yes. <laughs> can, we, yeah. can we just advance the Nuggets through? Because the, the Nuggets are embarrassment. Put the, the Nuggets through. But I, I, yeah, I hate <laughs> we'll the Pacers. The Nuggets, the Nuggets pitches were pretty good. I don't know if I should yeah, read we'll them, but they were both yeah. pretty good. And I'm sure Red, yeah. Reggie Miller is a is a, a, a lovely guy and a yeah, commentator. Yeah, basketball player in his family. But he used so to kill the Knicks. Do you hate, do you hate Spike Lee, too? Do I hate, you hate Spike Lee for egging Reggie Miller on? Well, I, I don't like antagonizing Reggie Miller. That would not be uh, the way that I would have approached it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I respect that. I respect the same way you can't pick my... We have too much bad blood between, you know, the Mets and the Jets and your early... Painful losses uh, yeah. in my uh, uh-huh. NBA fandom 1.0. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have no uh no bubble th- no uh playing matchup here. It's just the Jazz versus the Rockets. Uh, you know, two familiar 90s rivals. We had a decent amount of Jazz pitches considering, you know, mm-hmm. they're one of the smaller market teams. I don't know what ton of our Yeah, Danny you know, and Tyson from Utah. are uh Jazz mm. fans. I mean, are, are they really big Jazz fans? I think they used to be. I think they used to be in the 90s. I think that when, uh, you know, I, and that was explored in the last dance, uh, those, uh, you know, the, uh, 97, 98 uh, Bulls Jazz series, that uh, those guys were big Jazz fans. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is from Shane. He gives us you the Utah Jazz pitch. Uh, here are some bullet points. Okay, Rob? Okay. Wizard play West Coast. Yeah, some wizard points. <laughs> they play a West Coast TV schedule. Uh, they have star players in fighting with the Ruby Gobert COVID drama and Donovan Mitchell's grudge. So I don't know if you know this. First of all, Donovan Mitchell's dad is uh, is in the front office of the Mets, and he's a huge Mets fan. I don't know if that helps them. They're really? one of their two best players. Yes, huge, huge, huge Mets fan. You know, tweets, watches the games. His dad is, I don't know his dad's position, but he's somewhere. In, he's not like one of the assistant GMs. I'm not sure what he is. But if you remember the first person, the first public person 
to have the coronavirus in the entire United States was Rudy Gobert, who after, right, he tested positive. It came out a few hours before the Tom Hanks news. Yeah. Who's also not in the United States at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, March and, 11th. But he had famously, yes, he had famously rubbed the microphones because he thought it was a big joke. And and then Donovan Mitchell got it. And, um, you know, so they really have not uh, settled that beef uh, to the best of my knowledge. Maybe Jay can give us more on that in a second. Yeah, they've, they've, yeah, you're sort of right. I mean, people want a little bit more from Donovan Mitchell saying, hey, man, it's okay. I think he recently came out and said, oh, we're just going to play basketball like the classic cliche. But yeah, there might be some animosity still. Uh, Shane says that Joe Ingles is the Shannon Gus of the NBA, the fun Australian role player that real fans <laughs> know is one of the league's elite shooters. Uh, Coach Quinn Shannon Snyder is the Gus fan- of the NBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun Australian role player. Yes. Uh, Coach Quinn Snyder has the frantic energy of a weathered and sleep-deprived Adam Klein. They'll always make the playoffs, but you never have to worry about committing time to watch a championship run. You can join a top-tier obnoxious online fan base. I'm sure J.E. Uh, can can attest to that. And the Jazz is an underrated team name. That's absurd. It's the worst team name in all sports. The Jazz have no connection to Utah. He says there's room to wear fedoras as well as a throwback Stockton or Malone jersey as Jazz gear. Yeah, or Ostertag. <laughs> The purple, old purple gesture. I'm going to get my my haircut like Ostertag. Jay, what what fan base bothers you the most when you say something negative about them on on, on your show? Yeah, it's... It's it's sort of a three way race between it, the Raptors changed. It used to be the Raptors, but then they win a title and everything completely changes. Mm-hmm. So I'll take them out of the mix. And even though that's my team. Um, Blazers and Jazz are mm. right there, one okay. two. They just have such um, a loyal fan base. A part of that is probably because they don't have a lot of other professional. Um, yeah, only showing down for both. Yeah, them. exactly. Um, and they and they love their basketball. And they've had good teams, but they're like small markets, so like you don't talk about us enough and stuff like that. But yeah, probably Portland or Utah. They're right there. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a good pitch, Zach. What do we have for the Houston Rockets? The Houston Rockets, this is the second team that I actually had to submit a pitch in. Because Houston, <laughs> Houston Rockets, like, the Clippers had some pitches, but they more or less the, said, said the same thing. The Houston Rockets had no good pitches, honestly. Like, the, the, there was a couple, and I was surprised, because they're a pretty popular team. That's uh, Hold on. I'll, let me give the pitch. I can't believe you didn't really get a good one, because... Yeah, I, I was surprised. You said you're the fan of... Well, you're wearing the shirt. The Jets. Yeah. You're a fan of the Mets. Yes. Rockets. Why don't you just go three for three? Uh, well, mm. Most people were saying that because of well, the Brooklyn Nets. That's oh, yeah. we have a lot of Nets fans that make sense. sound like that. Yeah, yeah true. No, I can't really see myself as a Rockets fan. Uh, although uh, they have James Harden, who's a '97. Yeah, well, I mean, he's an amazing player. And I'll read the pitch quickly. I was wondering if Akiva was gonna. I wonder if he's gonna like veto this pitch instantly, but I don't know if it went over his head as well. But I'll read it. It's a really short pitch. Their best player, James Harden, got his number retired by a strip club after spending a million dollars there in one night. He's the type of guy we should all aspire to be. They don't have a player start in their starting lineup taller than six seven, which is unheard of. And their general manager, Daryl Morey, is like a fat Billy Bean. Fat Billy Bean. Okay. That was your pitch, Zach. That was my pitch. (laughs) Under another pseudonym. He's a fantastic ping pong player, too, Daryl Morey. Hmm. He is a good general manager. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Heavy into analytics, too, Rob. Um, That's the Rockets thing. Yeah. Sounds uh, very very heavy into the analytics. Friends friends with Bill Simmons. No, he's not that fat. Come on. No, he's a little chunky. chunky. Uh, An old friend of Bill Simmons. I don't know if that helps him or hurts him right now, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you ever heard him on the podcast he's uh, he's come on a lot no he's been on no the um, 
I, I don't know. The Rockets also, they beat the Knicks in uh, 94 in the finals. Uh, Was that when they had OJ Simpson's like Bronco chase? Like, yeah. into, yep, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Zach, were you not alive in 94? No, I was no, negative two years old. Okay. Right. So oh I, I think I would go with the Jazz over the Rockets. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. Yeah. The Rockets are a very polarizing team. I mean, the people Rockets, either yeah, love James Harden or, or Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, yeah. You know, I could wear a shirt with that R logo on it, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jazz. Let's stretch. And, you, and we think that uh, Westbrook and Harden both have COVID, right? Is that why they weren't there? Uh, Harden, no, he doesn't at the moment, but he got in trouble for wearing what might have been like a blues, Blue Lives Matter mask. Which yeah, he, did. Mm-hmm. he says he had no idea what it meant and that it just covered his beard. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, he was talking about the St. Louis Blues. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, he had, uh, yeah, he just came down with corona. Yeah. He, he did confirm that. That's right. Okay. But should, I mean, in theory, should be good to go. I think he's asymptomatic, though. Okay. Um, team after 14 days. Okay. All right. So, who's going to face the Lakers in the final matchup in the Thrifty 22? We have the Nets versus the Pelicans. So, the, we have an, we have Boy, an audio a tough for the Nets. Playing game. Mm. Yeah, this is tough. This is tough. Yeah, I wouldn't and have just seen it this the, way. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I did it. I did it based on like I didn't put in any uh, subjectivity. It was all it yeah. was all based on what the records were. Yeah. Okay. Listen, only one team can win. The so, seeding like, should have been based on how likely I was to pick them. Well, who would have? Who would like? <laughs> yeah, how would I, I have known that? <laughs> okay. And also, I thought like you would really like the Phoenix Suns. You threw them out before they even made the you know the first round, basically. Yeah, like I would, I would have been bad at guessing. And then, are you going to pick who you, th- who you think is going to win? That's like a spoiler. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. All right, <laughs> Nets Pelicans. Yeah, so play the Nets pitch, which is uh, which is an audio. Okay, I think I sent that to you as well. Rob. All right, all right. Uh, here is the, the Nets pitch. Uh, I'm sorry, that's uh, fourth. It's not fourth wheel Ben again, right? That's Kevin. No, no, okay. no. Here's Kevin. Yeah, it's Kevin. Mets, Jets. Nets? Yes. Enjoy, Rob Netzer, you know? Okay. All right. Simple. Say less. Okay. I'm actually right. so embarrassed when I made that Rockets reference that I had completely forgotten about the Nets basketball <laughs> team. Yeah, because we got a lot of pitches that were like, I, really thought I, I, was a I can't believe you stepped on the worst joke of the, of the night that Kevin yeah. was at the throw. Oh, okay. Man. So I've toyed with being a Nets fan, mm. uh, you know, early, early 2000s. Uh, they had the, the finals run. Did they go to the finals yeah. twice? They went twice, yeah. Yeah, so Jason Kidd led the Jason yep. Kidd, the Jason Kidd era. It didn't happen then, and uh, like I kind of felt like um, I feel like I tr- I tried it also in the late nineties at one point of like, hey, maybe Mets Jets, but I should be the a fan, a fan of the Nets, and then they ended up adding uh, Durant and uh, Kyrie Irving, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is it, maybe this is gonna be, but. None of those guys play. Nobody's going to be playing for this Nets team in they the bubble. Yeah. Players and they might be tanking. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next year, I mean, look, if they, you're, you're trying to find a fan for the bubble. I get that. But I mean, in theory, you're going to be a fan for a long time. Yeah. This team. So the Nets could be a championship contender next year. Yeah. With Kevin Durant. Akiva, that they're interesting. They play in Brooklyn. Uh, I feel yeah. like that if they were firing on all cylinders, uh, I think that it might be an easy decision to go with the Nets. But... I don't know. It's still tough to leave the Knicks for the Nets. Yeah, I guess so. Ooh, good point. Uh, 
Well, I mean, should I read the Pelicans? Yeah, read the Pelicans. And this is going to be tricky also. Yeah. Okay, and this is from Jeremy Wakin. Uh, And this is his pitch. My true answer is the Lakers, but I'm going to say the Pelicans. Rob would be getting on the ground floor of one of the most exciting players in the NBA currently, Zion Williamson, who is amazingly talented and very fun to watch. They probably won't make the finals this year, but they'll be in contention for the rest of Zion's career and be an amazing team to watch. A no-brainer pick. Brandon Ingram is no slouch as well. He's gotten better every year, averaging 24 points this past season. Yeah, and that's the pitch. They have a good young okay. team. They have like Lonzo Ball as Great. well. But I feel like we're missing a big part of the story here because uh, <laughs> J.E., yeah, did Zion leave the bubble? He has left the bubble, and we're still oh, really... It's a family matter. We don't think it's or, corona. Yeah, we think yeah. it's a family burden. We don't know officially yet why he left the bubble, except it's a family matter, like Akiva said. Yeah. Um, so is that someone in his family that has it, or something else completely, maybe, that's going on? Hopefully, you know, he will be back. There's a lot of talk when this was made. Hey, let's bring 22 teams down. Let's have these little playoff races before the playoffs. That this was all done just to get Zion Williamson yes. games. Yeah. Because yeah. He is such a treat to watch. Um, he's he's just the human highlight film at his young age. And they're also in a race for the playoffs. So uh, people think they only did this because they want Pelicans to make the playoffs, to play, to take on LeBron and the Lakers in a first-round series, which would do huge numbers. And now, Akiva Moops, we lost the bubble boy. We did lose the bubble boy. I The, the decision was insane. They should not have brought more than 18, really more than 16 teams, just because right. like the more teams you bring, the bigger risk it is that yeah. You know, you have some outbreak, but listen, so far it's worked okay. Um, but yeah, it may backfire because without Zion, some of these early games are going to be uh, yeah, pretty meh. And yeah. then Je, uh, that whatever whatever Zion's issue is, then does he need to then go and re quarantine for two weeks, or can he just pass the <sighs> test and come back in? Well, that's another part of this whole story. There's some there's some confusion on how long he would have to self quarantine mm-hmm. for again. Some people think you're right, like you just said. Like, no, you're gonna have to be for two weeks. Then there's this other like writing in some of the protocols. Like, well, it depends if he passed this test and he's negative, and then he does this that it's much less than that. But then again, people are just like conspiracy theorists going, oh, you're only saying that because it's Zion Williamson and you want to get him back into the lineup and have yeah. him in these games. So it's a little unclear to answer your question right okay. now, how long he would have to uh, self-quarantine. And we mentioned it earlier in this podcast, so even I stand the king cake baby, but we yeah. might be having a little bit of smoke with the king cake baby who has disappeared off of the face <laughs> of Twitter. Did not. Now, I know that um, we things got weird in February into March, but I believe, J.E., did you, was there any sight of the King Cake Baby this spring? Well, the King Cake Baby, let's just make this clear, is not officially the Pelican's mascot. He's, yes. He is like, a, it's a Mardi Gras angle to him. Um, he shows up around Mardi Gras, and that feels like it goes on forever in New Orleans anyway. But yeah, he's there's Pierre the Pelican, who is funny in his own right. I don't know if you've ever seen evil Pierre the Pelican. A couple of years ago, they... Oh. I mean, look that up when you can. It was the scariest mascot of all time. Yeah. To the point where they like, we just have to get rid of him. And they did this fake thing where they did like, you know, surgery on him. And then he's much more adorable looking and friendlier for friends, uh, for kids. But yeah, King Cake Baby, you're right. I haven't haven't seen him in a yeah. while. Uh, he's just okay. wandering around. Yeah. That being said, I will advance the Pelicans over the mm. Nets. Be a different yeah. story if Durant was there. I feel like Kyrie Irving is trying to like uh, completely uh, start his own NBA. I, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> so, well, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll advance 
the Pelicans. All right, and the last matchup to get to the uh, quarterfinals, Pelicans Lakers. This what do you tough. think, Rob? This is really this is a really <laughs> tough matchup. People uh, are going to go bananas if you pick the Lakers. Okay, well, let me hear you. the pitch. Let me hear the pitch. Hey, with the Lakers, I'm going to say this as well. The Lakers did not have that many good pitches, which was yeah. really shocking to me. The Lakers pitches were like downright bad, honestly. I have the best one here, and it was the best one by far. It's Is it even- from Max Zohamed? No, 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 it's not me. No, okay. The only pitches I wrote were the Rockets and Clippers. It's from EJ Skates. <laughs> okay, nah, the Lakers pitches from Isaac, and I'll just read it really quick because it's pretty short. They got he got Isaac Burger Isaac. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe it is him. I I don't know, but um, I think he's a Canadian. Uh, yeah, he's, he's Canadian. He's a, he's a Lakers, Lakers fan. Man. Okay, yeah, they got Shaq, Kobe, Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Rick Fox, and celebrity Big Brother contestant Meta World Peace. Should I go on? Legends play in Los Angeles, and you can be one too. Yeah, uh, yeah. That is their pitch. I like the fact that they had Meadow World Peace as Lakers legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Rob, are you a LeBron guy? I'm not anti-LeBron. Okay. Mm, I'm more pro-LeBron than anti-LeBron. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I have no Le- uh, LeBron animosity. He's, he's a pretty polarizing a like, uh, that, Well, why is he polarizing? Because he's uh, won too much? I th- no, I think it's because of the heat. Prior to the, I think when he switched to the Heat, when he yeah. made the whole decision, oh, but that was ten years ago. Of, yeah, yeah it, but that's it's, when a lot of fans changed on him. Yeah. yeah, I agree with I agree with that Zach, but I think it has when he went back to Cleveland, brought that city a title. Then it really turned, and then I don't even think people. But now you just see what he's doing in year seventeen, I believe he is, mm-hmm. and he's like still an MVP favorite. You yeah. know, he may not win it, but he's going to be like runner up. Um, that's pretty damn impressive to be no, at his like, age. Yeah, like, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but he's objectively amazing. But the thing is, if you look yeah. at any LeBron social media post, there's like always these debates going on. Oh, yeah. LeBron versus MJ, LeBron li- versus Lightning Kobe. Rod. Yeah. 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 So, three- Jay, are you a LeBron guy or an MJ guy? Um, well, I don't know. I guess I'm still an MJ guy, um, but I have mm-hmm. no problems with people trying to convince me LeBron is like the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what LeBron does off the floor. I know that maybe doesn't come into uh, to account for a lot of people, but what he mm-hmm. does with like schools in, in, in the inner city and stuff like that. And uh, I like how vocal he is just getting telling people to vote and stuff like that. Something that MJ never had to worry about or do, of course. Well, they talk about that in the last day. Yeah, yeah. They didn't care about politics and said like Republicans buy shoes too and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, you know, you could you could see why it would be easy for someone of LeBron's stature to just not say anything because it's true. Automatically yeah. going to upset people, but he does. You know, he doesn't. Care, I hear so. LeBron has his own chef in the uh, like one of the. You know, you only get like thirty five team members. You know, uh, yeah. members of a franchise, and the Lakers brought LeBron's chef so he can uh, cook up food for LeBron and his teammates. So they're not That's they're not eating like the. Uh, you know the Disney World food. Yeah, it's uh he probably we haven't seen LeBron's room yet in the bubble. No, and I know a lot of people are it. curious because we saw Damian Lillard's. He's got the presidential suite wherever he is, and everybody's like, LeBron must have something similar. He's got to have a ridiculous room. No, yeah. no question. Yeah. Okay. So LeBron, I think, is uh, an easy person to root for, especially that uh, my son knows who LeBron is. Ninety-seven mm-hmm. in NBA Two K, and then Anthony Davis. Is a ninety-six. Wow. Yeah. And your son's name is Anthony. I, have, I also have a son named Anthony. So yeah, this is uh actually an easy one for me. I, I'm advancing the Lakers. Okay, so nobody call Rob a front runner, but in our quarterfinals we have 
the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and ninth best teams <laughs> wow. in the NBA. No, that's not true. The 76ers beat the Celtics. I apologize. So the fifth seed is out. So the Sixers okay. are yeah, our But like I underdog. knew anybody's records coming into <laughs> no, you this. Didn't. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm just But you should have seen if Chester was here, he would have wanted you to have like, he wanted to, he wanted to see the teams backwards that the number one team should be like the Wizards, like the team with the worst record. Well, Chester had like a bunch of teams not to pick. He sent that in. Why would he want that? Because (laughs) would that trick me that I would pick a different team? No, not to trick you. He thinks that like the more likely a team is to win, the bigger of a front runner you are by picking them was his his point. Uh, all right. It is amazing how many of those pitches that you guys read or played are like one of the first things everybody says is like, we haven't won anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so backwards in a way. Like, hey, come cheer for our team. We suck or we've sucked for 30 years. But yeah, yep, people don't like a front run. You're right. Yeah. But Chester's logic was you can't jump on a bandwagon, which knocks out the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, Nets, the L.A. teams and the Warriors. You can't join an insufferable fan base. That's the Lakers and the Celtics. <laughs> Pathetically pathetic is the Knicks and the Wolves. Can't copy Keeve, that's the Spurs. Uh, their front office literally is well, just... Well, why does Chester get to say what I can and can't do? <laughs> do I say, well, you, you can't do 100 spreadsheets in a night? You can't watch a Survivor season every day after not watching Survivor for 20 years. I, I, you know Chester's hit rock bottom when uh, Shannon Gus said to him this week that he's watching too much Survivor and needs to slow it down. Um... Okay, fine. So we're in the we're in the elite eight. Let's let's start at the bottom because those teams are fresh in our mind: the yeah. Jazz and the Lakers. Now we already have the pitches mm-hmm. for everything. We haven't done the Nuggets pitch yet. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, are there any are, of of these matchups? If you're a hundred percent certain, we don't need to go back and forth. Yet. Right. The Jazz versus the Lakers. Do you want to talk about it more, or do you have a team that you're certain should be in the final four? No need. Uh, I have almost no connection to the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I live in I live in Los Angeles that we uh you know I could potentially go places and talk about the Lakers if mm-hmm. if, if if we're ever out of lockdown and mm-hmm. uh they're going Sounds to like be- your nightmare like hey uh you know Nicole's <laughs> like we're going to go to my friend's barbecue don't worry her husband's a big Lakers fan you guys could talk about you know LeBron being a 96 and 2K for the next Are you three kidding? hours Be- better <laughs> Better that than anything else. What am I going to talk to him about? Yeah, because you His could at job? least ask them questions. Yeah, yeah, right. that's yeah, true. that's true. I, I would probably much, bust I mean, out a two K and play it. You know that if like uh, my wife ever made me go to dinner with somebody else, and it's like uh, like hey, you follow the NFL, and the guy's like, uh, nah, not really. Like oh, but well, this is <laughs> here we go. <laughs> now I got literally Check, nothing to talk to yeah. this guy right. about. But if you pick the Lakers or the Clippers, I think that's signifying you're never leaving L.A. You can't pick them and then leave. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Raptors, Nuggets to face the Lakers in the in the final four. Raptors, Nuggets. Well, all again, right. Zach, give we got to give Rob the Nuggets pitch because he hasn't heard it yet. Yeah, and the there's Ra- two, there's two good Nuggets pitches, and they're not really long either of them. So I'll read both of them. Is First there a one, lot of mining that goes on in Denver? Mining? Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, I don't know. Maybe it's a big yeah, mining industry. <laughs> what are they mining for in Denver? What with the Nuggets? I don't understand. Championships, Rob. The, the, the name of the de- is the Denver Nuggets. Did they come well, it was from the an- Gold Rush? They had went out west. Is it Denver Gold, gold, gold Rush now? 
then it's gone. There was. You missed it. I missed it? <laughs> yeah. When? Yeah. You missed uh, it in the 1800s. 1849. It was 1848. That's the, why nothing else of significance happened in Denver from 1849? I mean, they legalized like weed before everybody else, yeah, I think. Well, they they, now, if, if it was Denver Nuggets and it nuggets. was like a, yeah. like a, a marijuana bud, uh, that, yeah. that oh, would man. make some more sense in Denver. That's their mascot now. <laughs> Is it? Bud the marijuana bud now. <laughs> it would be funny, though. It's a weird team name, but their jerseys are really nice. So Yeah. Okay, I'll read the pitches quick. First one's from Mac. Jokic is the... Wait, wait hold on. Mac okay. Zohamed? No, no, no. It's an okay. actual... It's Mac Fogler. Okay. Is not me. It's not me. Jokic is the fat boy legend of the NBA. <laughs> their star center brings hope to every man with a dad bod that... Why is this a selling point for me? I feel like that people like uh, people like, oh Rob, you'll well you you, you know the dad bod, yes, yes. Yeah. The dad bod. Or this guy is heavy set. This guy, <laughs> this guy is uh, you know struggling with his weight. Okay, I'll continue. That's just that's just like you. Yeah, he brings hope to every man with the dad bod that they can still go whoop some YMCA ass. Canadian Jamal Murray will try to dunk on anyone and is a joy to watch. Michael Porter Jr. is the next Kevin Durant. Bull effing bull is about to be the greatest stretch five in history, and his skeleton frame, skeleton frame is to stick figure dudes what Jokic is for everyone else. Mike Malone, their coach, will trash the team's defensive effort every night, which is hilarious, and overall, they're the most fun team in the NBA. Most fun team in the NBA, Jay? Uh, they're up there. They're a good team. I like them. I mean, Jokic, first off, has lost a lot of weight, okay? Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's no longer... Also, the idea that like you could you dream of being Jokic uh, I know. At, at the at YMCA, like yes, if you are seven feet tall, three fifty, you could also, and you know, the greatest passer in like the history of sport, you could also be him. I agree. Yeah, yeah, he's coming into the bubble. He shed some weight. Um, and you're right, Akiva. I mean, even the 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 quote unquote fattest guy in the NBA is still <laughs> an incredible specimen. They're 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 the best athletes in the world, and he plays a really cool game, though, Rob. He is really fun to watch because he's a giant guy. But he's more of a playmaker. He's like he sort of has a soccer vibe to him in a weird way. The way he mm. sees angles, um, especially for a guy his size, it's like something you see from a point guard usually, or like a LeBron at least, um, is playmaking. So they're a fun team. Yeah, that's that's not wrong. They've never won anything, um, if memory serves me correct here. So you wouldn't be you know jumping on the bandwagon by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Nuggets would definitely be a fun pick. I don't, there's pick. no there's no Jokic. I could. I could give you like uh, Deshaun Watson to to complete the Lamar Mahomes parody, but he's a little better than Deshaun. Um, yeah, he really takes up the entire paint. He is fun to watch. Like yeah. he is so big. Sometimes it feels like he's bigger than Shaq in some ways. Mm. Okay. Um, I think it's got to be the Raptors, though. Wow. Uh, as much as wow. you're hyping up uh, Jokic. Wow. Well, well, what's the wow? What's the wow? That, well, that you no, hyped no, up? I don't know. That, uh, like you said, guy, no stars. There's a guy who's uh, he's kind he's uh, kind of chubby and he's in the paint. <laughs> but he's better than anybody on the Raptors, and True. they've never yeah. won. The Raptors won the title, Rob, last season. They are Akiva, the reigning The guy is only a 91 in NBA 2K. <laughs> That's the Raptors, you said, don't have a 90. <laughs> All right, but, but you're making, but they have an 89. Yeah, no, he should be like a 96. No, he should be like a 94. Like, if AD is a 96, Jokic should be like a 93. His inside scoring is only an 88. Well, that's try and stop him, Rob. Play a game right now. (laughs) Dunk on your head. We're we're gonna. I'm gonna play. 
I'm going to play against him in NBA 2K or going to play yeah. him in NBA 2K? I'll, I'll, Yo, you I'll could be the Lakers. Audience I'll be the Lakers and he's, Actually, and he's the, the Nuggets. Be the Raptors. Try and stop him with Serge and Marcus Saul. See what happens. Am I, gonna, am I playing against Jokic or I'm Yeah, you play against Jokic. Like and he you try has and stop the other him. controller? <laughs> well, no, it's it's that CPU Jokic and you're and you're uh you, you know, you're just um, Anthony Davis can't stop him. I mean, the, you didn't even let it get that far. You had him you had him lose to the freaking Raptors. I think you guys should have, instead of doing this podcast, just done a simulation in 2K. That might, might have been a good idea. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'd watch all the games and see who I get a feel yeah. for. Yeah, then all right, like, the Raptors okay. and the Lakers is one final four, Rob. Wow. Do you have, all right, Clippers-Sixers is the, uh, is the top uh, Elite Eight matchup. Okay. So, and uh, beat is so fun. Ben Simmons is fun in the sense that like you'll lose all your hair mm-hmm. trying to watch him shoot. They're such a fascinating team. The Clippers are weird because every other team, like the Lakers are sort of old and they're like win literally this year. And then there's teams like we talked about the Nuggets that are like, you know, up and coming. And the Clippers are win now, but like with players in their prime, not old, but not like, mm-hmm. you know, players who maybe have peaked, but only like in the last year or so. How big of a window do they have, the Clippers? <sighs> Jay, how, how long? Uh, I mean, it obviously depends on if they're... St- Stars and Kawhi and Paul George stick around. Uh, mm-hmm. I know they signed shorter deals, so it's like they could look to move in a couple of years. But let's say they have a three-year window yeah. like right now yeah. to win a title, to win a title, not just you know be a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah this team could win the championship this year. You know, Kawhi has already won a title with two teams, so it would be very special. The Clippers have obviously never won, but Kawhi would now be winning a championship with a third different team. In a, in a relatively short span. Right. But will it be weird, Rob, if you back the Clippers, if you ultimately go on to take the Clippers, and you live in, obviously, a Lakers town? I mean, they're just still as great well, as the Clippers, Clippers might town? be. Well, what's Clippers town? I don't no think Clippers it really town. exists. Is there a that's Jets the town, Rob? Or yeah, but I don't go that, anywhere. That's the point. Uh, okay, yeah, you're right. That's Is true. It, you okay. may as well live in, in, in Serbia with the Jokic. Yeah, fans. what's Clippers <laughs> Twitter like, J.E.? Ooh. Oh man! I mean, Clipper Daryl is their famous fan. I don't know if you've ever seen him. He uh, he's he is quite the character. He like has a car that's painted blue and red. Their colors. He's Clipper always wearing Darryl. a suit. Yeah, he's always yelling at games when he can get in. Yeah, he's a uh, you know, and he was like the Clippers. Uh, have maybe been the worst team in French, like in NBA history, like yes. as a franchise. Like overall, there was no one worse than the Clippers. And now recently, you know, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin get there. They start to become exciting. They start to win some games. And now they get mm-hmm. Kawhi Paul George. Now they're on this other little level. But yeah, I mean, Clipper Daryl was cheering for this team when they oh, were yeah. winning Clippers, twenty games. Clippers Daryl videos yeah. on. Uh, he's pumped. Oh, he's pumped up. He's in oh, yeah. like he's, a sporting he's, goods he's, store. Clipper Daryl. Let me play this. Yeah. He's, he's not going like to curse if I if I play it right. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I doubt it. It's Clipper Daryl. Hey, it's your boy Clipper Daryl, man. I'm about to take over the Clipper store, baby. You gotta come on down and get your Clipper gear today, baby. It's fantastic. Okay, I like I like that. Right. He's like a fireman Ed. <laughs> oh Akiva. yeah, that's true. Clipper Daryl. How many followers does Clipper Daryl have? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, eighteen five. Oh, we can get that. Uh, get him on the mailbag next week. <laughs> okay, we get Clipper Daryl. Clipper Daryl on the mailbag. Clipper Daryl has a Wikipedia page. <laughs> sure. Does Clipper I mean, Daryl podcast? I don't think Clip so. Clip Superfan and host of uh, fan, fan Truth on Dash Radio. My dream is to sit with Jack Nicholson at Lakers Clippers and Spike Lee at a Knicks Clippers game. 
I mean, again, this guy was all in on the Clippers when they were garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he has definitely hasn't just latched onto the team in the last five or six years. Uh, oh, it's almost sad in a way because I feel like when they started to get good, they almost started like, you know, pushing him a little further away. <laughs> They'll push him away. Uh, that's the same. That's like Fireman Ed and until yeah. they need a new West Side Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, hmm. so what do you think? Do you have any interest in the 76ers? Embiid is maybe the most fun guy in the league. You know what? I, I really uh, that I, it's not like Boston or like Miami, but uh, Philadelphia that yeah, uh, I, I, hear you. I can't I can't see myself Tobias being Harris a is Philly from sports fan. Mm-hmm. It's almost easier for me for these uh, cities that don't have a rivalry with any yeah, of my that, other that's teams. That's why the West Coast teams seem to be favored over the East the Coast, West teams, Coast here. teams and Toronto is, uh, you know, yeah. that they uh, basically they Toronto plays the Yankees an and I root yeah. for Toronto when they play the Yankees. Yeah, right? yeah. So right, the Raptors were not playing the Knicks also when you were rooting for the Knicks. They didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. So I would say, um, yeah, I'll, I'll advance the, the Clippers just because I, I, um, I'm a big Clipper Daryl guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> lifelong Clippers. Well, Darryl, yeah, and, uh, you could you could get him on your podcast. That's that. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be hard. Okay. All right. We'll say the three teams in the final four so far were probably the money favorites. The two LA teams and the Raptors. I Let's mean, see sorry, if we sorry, have we don't have any big upsets so far for no. I mean, Chester. listen, but also uh, that's in my head. I don't. I don't know if uh, anybody else felt the same way. But in my head, those were the three sort of money line favorites. Mm-hmm. But let's see if we could have a party spoiler. We have the Bucks against the real Cinderella of this dance, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. And how fun would that be if we trolled? Uh, you know, the fans calling them the Oklahoma City blunder. If we Some them people the said they'd stop listening as well. <laughs> we did have we did have people say stop listening if you pick the Celtics. But that was one guy, though. Oklahoma yeah. City was a couple. Which is yeah. I mean, I like the story of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I like the draft picks. You know, I'm a big offseason guy, uh, J.D., mm-hmm. and that's one of the, yep. the other reasons why I want to, you know, get an NBA team because I want to get in on hot stove NBA. Okay. I love, I love the hot stove. Yeah. Okay. Better pick one of the teams that are out of it. They're already in the offseason. I guess so. Um, but <laughs> I like no I like the sign while the yeah, other teams are playing. Like the, I guess the the movement. Uh, that's fun stuff. I want to I want to listen to all the all the podcasts and talk radio about the NBA offseason uh, coming up as well. So that I like I like that. But I feel like uh, the Bucks feel like the more compelling pick right mm. now. What's Giannis in 2K, Rob? That's important. Oh, let's see. I, I, oh, he's got to be probably like 98. Probably yeah. 98. We'll see. Okay. In, for Madden, they send you like a plaque if you're a 99, but I guess they give out 99s easily. In, they do. In, in, in 2K? 2K doesn't have no. 2K doesn't no, have any. No, they don't have any. Model. They don't have any. LeBron, wow. LeBron, and Giannis and James Harden are 97s, and that's it. See, okay. see, I think Harden. And they don't LeBron count should defense. Be 97 and, and Giannis should be defense. 98. In 2K, um, do they count defense? I mean, they give you an overall rating, and then yeah, they hardens the 97 with and, defense, and, and then crazy. his defending is overall a uh, 82. Okay, yeah, Giannis Rob is very likely. I it's 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 likely that he is going to become only the third person ever in NBA history to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. Jordan mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. Team Olajuwon did it. 
and Giannis I, I gotta advance it. the Bucks. Uh, that, uh, okay. There's not there's nothing there about the the Thunder other than they have a lot of draft picks. And uh, as a Jets fan that always wants them to trade back, stockpile draft picks, get more draft picks. Uh, I'm a big draft guy, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll we'll see. Uh, although, look, the when's the lottery coming up, Jay? Oh, well, that's all up in the air, but um, much, much later. Um, I don't even know off the top of my head if it's if they have a date, if it's September or something like that. Yeah. Um, Who's going to have the number one pick in the lottery? Maybe that would have helped somebody. Well, it'll be the Warriors have the best chances oh. of getting it, okay. which is weird um, because they will be a good team and they might get a number one pick. But, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So a lot of a lot of intrigue coming up uh, with that. All right. So Akiva, we have a final four. I feel like you're disappointed. I'm not disappointed at all. Okay. Um, the Bucks and Clippers, the Raptors and Lakers. Okay, those are our final four teams. Yeah, are they the four best teams in the NBA? Uh, according to the, the, the standings, yes, they are. Close. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, and uh, I do want a team that has a shot at this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like what, what would it be like to win a championship? You've never done it before. I've never done it before. I mean, you've won podcast awards, but that's your own personal. That's, yeah, that's personal achievement. Make believe, you know. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten to see other people's uh, success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. At this point in time, could I bring in my son Dominic to help Wait. me with making this choice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we stop down here for a second and I have uh, I'm joined in the studio by somebody who I promised that would be helping me make this executive decision. Uh, my son, Dominic, is back here on the podcast. It's been six months since he's been back here on Robin Akivanita podcast. Dominic, how are you? Good. Yes. Have you missed the key- talking to Akiva since we've had our episode our uh disney plus shows are trash we watched home alone too yeah you missed akiva yeah have you dominic have you watched home alone three since then because noam has uh no not yet not yet have you had any questions you've wanted to ask akiva since that time not really not really okay all right did you want to you know the theme song to this show i don't remember it can you sing it for us uh how does how does the song go to this podcast? No, you don't know what the song to Robin and Keeping the podcast is. No, we're getting Okay, all right. And uh, have you been enjoying the song of the summer? Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite part? Uh, I did a video about it. Yes, we. And I. Okay, well, let's get to the NBA teams. Okay, enough small talk. All right, Dominic, are you excited for uh, learning what our new favorite NBA team is going to be? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have gone through the 22 teams that are going to be in the bubble, and we are down to just four teams. Uh... Okay. Would you want to be in the bubble with all the NBA players? Uh, what does that mean? Yes, where they're gonna they're 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 all living in one hotel together. Well, tell them where it is. They'll probably want to be at there. Disneyland. Yeah. Yes, at Disney. Disney. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, but they're not going on any rides. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's find out our our core our semifinal matchup. Our conference championships. All right. Let's start at the bottom with the Raptors versus the Lakers. So we have the defending champion. <laughs> The Raptors, yes, against the sixteen-time champion uh, Lakers. Okay, we have to pick only one. One team is going to advance. 
One team is going to be eliminated, Dominic. The Los Angeles Lakers versus the Toronto Raptors. Do you have any thoughts about these teams? Uh, uh, well, I have one for the Lakers and one for the Toronto Raptors. Okay, so what's, okay. what is the point for the Toronto Raptors? Uh, they made you a podcast shirt. Okay, so you like the idea that they have a RHAP shirt already, the Toronto Raptors. J.E., have you ever seen oh. that uh, that mock-up? I have not. Okay. That's brilliant. Well, then, i got to get my we'll hands get you on one. one. We'll get yeah. you one. We'll get you one of those. Okay. And then what is your point in favor of the Los Angeles Lakers, Dominic? They're really good. They're really good. Okay. <laughs> Why? Do you have a favorite Laker? Uh, uh, let's see. LeBron. LeBron. Okay. All right. Uh, do you have a good feeling about which, t- which team you would want to be rooting for? Uh, well, let me let let me let Zach uh, tell you any any other points that Dominic may may not know. Yeah, do you know about the Raptors mascot, their dinosaur, the Raptor? Yeah. Do you like him? Yeah. What is the What is the name of that mascot, Zach? Uh, I honestly, actually, Jay, do you know off the top of your head their mascot's name? The Raptor. The Raptor. The Raptor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But Dominic, then, yeah, Dominic, you're going to be, correct me if I'm wrong, you like the idea of going to see, if you could, a dinosaur over going to see a lake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because dinosaurs are cool. Lakes are fine. If it's hot, you want to jump in, maybe want to get on a boat, but dinosaurs, now mm-hmm. we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Dominic, we have to advance one of these teams and eliminate the other. Would you have a strong feeling of what you want to do here? What does like what does that mean? Okay, one we have to pick one team that's going to move on to be, then face the winner of the other side. One team is going to win right now, one team is going to lose and get voted out. Uh, the Lakers or we have to pick which one we like better. Uh, 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 uh Toronto Raptors. Okay. You're wow. moving on the Raptors. Wow. I thought you were going to say the Lakers. I thought wow. he was going to say the Lakers too. Okay. Who wow. did, Dominic, who do the kids in your class like best? Which team? Um, Makai likes the Lakers, so maybe I, I like the Lakers. Yeah. No, you don't have to copy Makai. Makai should be copying you. <laughs> uh, he, but he's my best friend. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Okay, we'll be, that. Yeah. Okay. We can still root for the Lakers, but there won't be yeah, our favorite. You don't team. hate the Lakers. Yeah, they're in different the conferences. conference. Yeah, right. All okay. right, so we have the Raptors. Then in the that top seemed like half, that was a hard decision for you. Yeah, that, that was hard. Yeah, that was hard. That may have been a preemptive championship. Probably. We have an NBA video game. Yes, NBA Two K. Who do you play as, Dominic? Uh, we play as the Lakers. Mm. Ooh, okay. They have two superstars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Anthony right. Davis. Now we and um, LeBron. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. But they won't be our I, uh, favorite team after today. Yeah, <laughs> another LA team with two superstars, maybe of lower magnitude, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. The Clippers against the Milwaukee Bucks that have one superstar in Giannis. Okay, all right. I feel like that Dominic is less familiar with both of these teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach, could you give us the 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 quick pitch for uh, the Bucks and the quick pitch for the Clippers? Yeah, I mean Giannis is like a young version of LeBron. He's super exciting to watch. 
And then the Clippers have Kawhi Leonard, one of the few people to beat LeBron in the finals, actually. Okay, Dominic, are you getting this? Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's a very brief moment in time where Kawhi Leonard, their star player, actually bested your favorite player, LeBron. Okay, so the Bucks, the Bucks have Giannis, who is a uh, big super, is a big superstar on the Bucks. All yes. right. Okay. Then uh, they're taking on here the Clippers, uh, who are another Los Angeles team. Did you know there were two Los Angeles teams? Yes. And they have Kawhi. The Bucks are also a very good 2K20 team. I mean, they've been good in 2K for like the past three years. So what's 2K? I think even that's better. the game we have. That's the video game we have. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think we, even for they were better than the Lakers for a time. We just call that so NBA OP. basketball. NBA yeah. basketball. There we go. Rob, the Bucks won in 1971. Their only title, which means that they are pushing 50 years. Pushing 50. Without, oh, perfect. With, without a championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Versus then. the Clippers, who are pushing forever, who have never won. All right, Dominic, do you have any thoughts on the Bucks and the Clippers? Uh, I pretty much don't know that much about that team. Hmm. Yes. But I've heard about the Bucks. Okay. Mm. All right. So we'll advance the Bucks over the Clippers. I like. Look, I like the Clippers' idea, uh, and I and I definitely love Clipper Darrow. But that was the big, you know, forget Kawhi. It was all about Clipper Daryl for me. I don't know. I don't know Dominic's opinion on Chester, but we had a big Chester anti-Clippers rant and a pro-Clippers rant from Josh Josh Lemer. But I saved it just in case they made the finals, which they did not. So we have the Bucks against the against the Raptors in the finals. Okay. I think you want only one championship between or two, I guess one championship. Yeah. Dominic, do you, you want to see the uh, mascot or anything about the Milwaukee Bucks? You want to see Giannis? Okay. Yeah, show him Giannis. Okay. All right. Uh, show him, maybe uh, show him like a YouTube clip of Giannis. I, I know the Bucks. Yes, yeah. you do? Yeah, I've seen them. Okay. All right. This, this is the Bucks. Uh, this is their their logo. Oh, you know what you should show Dominic? Robin Lopez fighting the mascots. I feel like <laughs> out of all the things you should show him rather than Giannis highlights. Yes, okay. Robin Lopez fighting mascots. Can you set this up? Yeah, so basically Robin Lopez just like play fights with a lot of mascots. The Bucks do a lot of stuff like this. They also like Giannis and the team will do a lot of like mock wrestling type things, matches before games too. So it'll be like Robin Lopez and Giannis. Like, now, was he on the Trailblazers earlier in his career? Yes. yes, yes. Robin, okay. yeah. He, and he and there's, there's two of them. Uh, Brooke yeah, he joined his on the on the net. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you like the concept of twins, Rob? Because they have brothers. They have twins on this team. <laughs> oh, they have twins. Oh, he's yeah. liking this. Yes. He, he, he's yeah, Dominic is uh, really, he's, 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 he's cracking up seeing uh, Robin Lopez fight the uh, NBA mascots. Does he fight his own mascot, J.E.? No, he's, he's buddies with uh, Bango or Banjo or I forget what his name yeah. is. No, uh, he's, he's buds with them. Pushes this mascot onto the floor. Do the, do the fans root for the mascot? Uh, yeah, for sure. He does, uh, the, their oh mascot does it for yeah. He loves this club. <laughs> they do, uh, the, the Buck mascot does this one thing where he will, like, climb, like, a 25-foot ladder and, like, do a backflip off of it and then in the process dunk the ball. It's a pretty incredible feat yes. for, uh, yes. as far as mascots go. Yes. Okay. But, but Rob, he, there, there right. is one concern. There's yes. one concern with the Bucks because 
Robin Lopez, Brooke Lopez, both on the Bucks. They are diehard Disney fans. Diehard. Okay. So people are worried that they're going to break protocol safety measures down there in Disney World, you know, wander off one night to some theme park and uh, will eventually have to be pulled from the team. Like, they love Disney stuff that much. Yeah, Dominic, are you concerned about any of the players leaving the bubble and potentially uh, getting coronavirus? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. All right. Uh, And do we think that the Raptors and the Canadians, J.E., I don't have to tell you, take this very seriously. Right. That's exactly right. Um, no, and the, and the Raptors actually maybe have a little bit of an advantage built in because because of how strict they are in Canada and wisely so with uh, allowing people in and out across the border and stuff like that. The Raptors actually, instead of doing their pre-camp before the bubble in Toronto, went to a Florida university, not in Orlando, but somewhere else in the state, quarantined there together as a team for a couple of weeks and then went to Orlando to Disney World. So they almost are like sort of ahead of the game a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Dominic. All right. Do you have any thoughts on the Bucks versus the Raptors for our new favorite team? Uh the Bucks. Well, well, oh. well hold on, hold on. That was just because we of show the, him the, the Raptors mascot yeah, or do you something. Want to see the Raptors mascot? Okay, show him Rob. There's a famous clip of I see it. Type oh, okay. in hold the on, rap- hold on. Raptors <laughs> deflating. Okay, Raptor Raptors mascot deflates or something like that. Yeah, Deflate gate? Okay, I know, I know the video you're talking. About. It is. It might be the funniest gift, if however you want to say it, of all time. Okay, um, it's just it's beautiful. It's art. To be okay, honest. the day the Raptors became scared of LeBron. No, that's not. Uh, no, no, boy, <laughs> don't bring up that. <laughs> that's, that's not it. Until okay, is this a gift, not a video? It's a gift. Yeah, it okay. is, but it's very funny. The Raptors mascot falling down the steps. Yeah, he's on rollerblades. He comes down the stairs. Okay, <laughs> loves loves a good pratfall. Okay, all right. There he it's is. The, oh. It's how he deflates. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, Dominic, uh, which which team could you see yourself rooting for? Uh, I. Uh... Uh, okay, the Raptors. You you could see yourself being a Raptors fan. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You ready to go back downstairs? Uh, is this going to keep going? This is going to keep going. I think now, <laughs> but I think that we're we, we've really uh you know we've gone into the ditch here. <laughs> Dominic, can I go downstairs and play video games? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dominic, thank you. Thank you so much for your contributions. Okay. Thank you, Dominic. Dominic. Thanks okay. for coming. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right. So, Rob, is this official? Are you going to be getting a Pascal Siakam jersey? <laughs> so, I feel like Dominic kind of changed his mind when he saw the Raptors deflating GIF. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was very that was very helpful uh to have uh Dominic there. R- really uh Let's let's go with let's go with the Raptors. That, that I feel like that this is wow. going to be exciting to 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 go with this team. I really if if the Lakers didn't have so much baggage from people sort of being the Yankees of the NBA, uh, mm-hmm. I, I definitely could have seen myself rooting for them uh, this time around. But I, I just can't get over that hump, Jay. 
Yeah, and I think, I know some people are going to go, what? You're taking the Raptors? They just won the title. But it's such a unique circumstance with that Mm -hmm. team, the way it was built with Kawhi coming in, like I talked about, and then him leaving right away, that it's almost like it is a completely different team. They're the defending champions, but they, on the same time, are absolutely underdogs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, it's it's great. You want to cheer for them. Uh, And as we talked about, they don't even have, like, they have good players. They have Siakam and Lowry and Gasol and on and on. But they don't have the upper, upper echelon stars yet. Siakam might turn into that. He is an all-star. But that's great. You're cheering for a team. Yeah. A team. And Zach, I want to get in on the ground floor of something, but it's possible that last year was just th- still the ground floor. Yeah, no, definitely. J.E. brings up a lot of good points. With Kawhi leaving, I think nobody expected the Raptors to be as good as they were this year. Like, honestly, I think I projected them to be like the fifth seed or something. Right. What are they, second? Second. They, yeah. For a while, they had a better record than the Lakers. In fact, they actually beat the Lakers one game without Kyle Lowry, which is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. Chris Boucher blocked both LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Like, the game before the Lakers went on a 22-game winning streak or whatever, they actually lost to the Raptors, which shocked me at the time. I remember watching that on TV. So, yeah, the Raptors are a great pick. And I think had the Lakers beaten the Raptors in that round, I think some of your fans in the audience might have, like, rioted. I was a little bit worried there. If you were going to the Lakers, I was like, oh, I don't know. You're going to get a lot of backlash from that. Also, you could be set up for 25 years of straight disappointment with the Raptors. I mean, we've done it before. We could do it again. That's so that nothing. I do 25 yeah. years of disappointment standing on my head. Uh, yeah, right. and, and, and the Lakers could be a, West, a Western Conference team to keep, yeah. keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they won't be the my number would you one have team. you the Lakers over the Clippers, Rob? I think I would have. Um, that wow. I love Clippers. I thought you were going to pick the Clippers. Yeah, I, I like Clippers Harold, but uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I have no connection to uh, the Clippers, really. You it's know. funny because you pick you pick the defending champion, you pick the team that has the fourth best record in the NBA. But I also think it's reasonable because one, it was a, it was like our most requested team, mm-hmm. and you know, two, it's like you know they're missing their best player. This is this you know this is sort of the Ewing theory. This is the Cavs yes, after LeBron, yes. or the, you know. And and I like the idea of having like a a network of fans that already are like a like how many Clippers fans are there uh, that I feel like a, a a team that's already popular within the podcast listeners I feel like there's a lot of people to go on Twitter and talk to. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the first points in Raptors history where they have both an amazing general manager and a really good coach. Their last coach won coach of the year, which is completely undeserved. And then he was immediately fired, which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> he set up for success here for a little yeah, bit. So, yeah, they are. They are. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, Keith, is Chester going to approve or uh, that? I don't think say? so, but he would have been furious if you picked the Lakers. Yeah. Well, who did he want me to pick? He wanted you to pick like, I don't know, the Wizards, maybe like the the. Like the Grizzlies or the Jazz. Okay. All right. Well, that would have been fun for a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, J.E., uh, thank you for your help with uh, this exercise. And now we have the same favorite team. I know. This is unbelievable. I mean, I actually been, you know, I know we're not on video, but I'm, I'll show you guys. I've got the uh, the Yeti here that the Raptors themselves sent me. Like, this is, I don't wow. know. What is, what is a thing. Yeti? It's uh, a microphone. You don't know. You don't know what a Yeti is. Oh, oh, no, oh, oh that's that's a microphone. It looks like a coffee no, mug. It's a, no, it's a coffee mug, guys. It's oh, a it's Yeti. a coffee yeah, mug. Yeah, oh, it okay, sort of looks okay. like a microphone. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got the Raptors 2019 NBA champions on it. Uh, they made these for like uh, 
the, the, the team, like people that were around the team and they were kind enough to send me one. Cause I know I've, uh, I've, I've, you know, I, I am one of these rare, uh, Raptors fans down here mm-hmm. in the South talking about the Toronto Raptors on television when we were the starters at NBA TV for, uh, you know, six years straight there. Um, and it, it was weird because all the Raptors did not get a lot of love in the media in America. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But and they do now a little bit more because they back are in the Bargnani days. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> the, the dark ages of Raptors. history. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't believe it. Yeah. We're Raptors fans. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, for me, it's more about a story than uh, any like uh, individual player that we're talking about here. So I'm very excited to be uh, part of uh, the Toronto Raptors fandom, Kiva. Oh, that is very exciting. I think people are going to be psyched. I think you're going to have a lot of meaningful games in July and August. It's going to be exciting. Do we both hate Kawhi now? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't think Raptors fans hate But I don't want Kawhi. smoke with Clipper Darrow. Yeah, no, no. First off, they're a bunch of Canadians. They don't hate anybody. We're yes. too polite. Um, and like and he uh, won the championship. He won the championship. That's, yeah. that's right. Zach, Zach said it. He, he came. He won a title. He said, "I'm going to be leaving." Everyone's like, "Okay, thanks." Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there are. There's probably a faction of Raptors fans. I don't want to pretend that we're all the same, but I'm sure are upset with them. But this is a lovable team to still root for. That's the beauty. They're underdogs, and it, they could. They could do it again. Unlikely, but they they could go far. Unlikely. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we have something to something to watch. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, coming up. Uh, God willing, for uh, the next couple of months. All right. So, Je, thank you so much for being a part of uh, this insanity today. Yeah, I appreciate you guys uh, inviting me on. Thanks again to Akiva and uh, Mike Bloom for, uh, for reaching out. Uh, I'll have to come back on yes. at some point, and we'll talk some Survivor. Maybe have or you, you come podcast with Mike Bloom before? I haven't. I've, I've, I'm on record. I've tweeted this out before. I think Mike Bloom is Mike Bloom is one of the best podcasters um, in the game. I think yes, he's wow. unbelievable at, yeah. at it. I swear to God. Um, no, that no, was, I've never. Well, I'm not. I'm going to tell Mike Bloom that you compliment him, but I'm not going to tell him it's like four hours in, so he's going to have to listen to this whole thing. <laughs> listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've never met him though, but uh, I've obviously heard him uh, on your stuff and on Survivor historians and stuff like that. Okay, wow, that you are a a real Survivor fan, Jay. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm I want to go on Survivor. I know now Canadians can. Yes. Um, so that's uh, it's in the I'm, I'm I keep putting it off and off and off of like actually getting to making the video and stuff like that. But I love Survivor. I don't care if I go on it or not. I'm going to always love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you disappointed that Survivor has not been able to figure out their version of the bubble? No, I mean, I was especially when you were talking a while ago about, uh, you know, Wild Wild West or whatever, yeah. throw it in the middle of the country. Uh, I thought it was actually like maybe there was something to that. But uh, no, I'm not surprised. I mean, we're talking about traveling to other countries yeah. now. And no, I'm, I'm actually a, a little worked up about this because now it looks like that Big Brother has figured out a plan to be able. They're going to cycle in. They're going to have like a, they're going to quarantine a crew. They're gonna wow. like there. I, there were ways I think that Survivor could have figured this out, and I feel like that they're being very stubborn about like no, 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 no. It's all only Fiji. That's the only way that we can uh, make right. this work. Right, right, right. Until right. we can get back to Fiji and shoot in Fiji, we can't do a Survivor season. And what's the latest on that? I know it. I guess it got removed from the fall schedule. Yeah, that they, of I think that they're sort of they're waiting to sort of get the go for uh to be clear for them to bring a couple of hundred people in from America wow. to uh, Fiji. All right. So keep, keep, on, keep on waiting with that. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, okay. All right. So, J.E., th- thank you again. Really, really appreciate that. Zach, are you going to stick around for the mailbag? 
Yeah, I'll stick around for the ma- mailbag. Okay, of course, yeah. that you can check out J.E. on the uh, No Dunks podcast over on The Athletic. Uh, what? Where else can people check out J.E.? Yeah, hit me up on Twitter, J.E. Skeets, S-K-E-E-T-S, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, no Dunks, like you said, No Dunks, Inc., I-N-C at the end. That's where we uh, post all of our shows. We post the show to YouTube usually as well, but we're a daily NBA podcast. Uh, we have some fun, too. We've done some crazy things film sessions and we do our own drafts and stuff like that so right. i mean you it helps if you're an nba fan to listen to our podcast but we do get a lot of people saying like oh i'm even a casual nba fan like yourself Ron. yes i can't <laughs> wait to be a listener yeah well I, i'm excited that you'll be tuning in yeah, um, yeah I, was, I was telling je i used to watch him like a decade ago on a canadian sports channel the score i used to watch mm-hmm. his show on that yeah so it's funny like 10 years later i'm on a podcast <laughs> yeah that's when we were the basketball jones then we yeah. were the starters at NBA TV, and now we're no dunks with the athletic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well thanks. thanks for having me, guys. I can't believe you're going to continue to podcast. You guys are crazy. We make our <laughs> podcast like an hour. You I guys know, I know, I know. But I only get to catch up with Uncle Kiwi once a week, so uh, these podcasts run long. Uh, but Jay, th- thank you again uh, so much. Uh, really appreciate you being here. And uh, go. Do we have a, a, a like a Raptors catchphrase? Are we are we the yeah, North? It's we the North. That's uh, yeah. Go Raptors. Go is the classic when you're in the arena. Stuff like that. I'll uh, I'll talk to the Raptors. I'm going to reach out to their social team on Twitter. See if I can get you a jersey or something. Oh, going wow. on. Yeah. You know, Dominic or the kids. What's, or something. What would I'll, be the right look I'll, for I'll me in a jersey? I have to wear like a t-shirt underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and unless you got the Zach Efron dad bod going. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're probably you're probably gonna want to do that. As do I. As most people probably should. <laughs> what is this a plain white T-shirt or do I uh, do yeah. it like purple? Do. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. A black, a white T-shirt, red if you want. It doesn't really matter. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the mailbag. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, mailbag episode number ninety three. After our big uh, Rob needs an NBA team bracket, Uncle Kivi uh, Zach is here with us for this round of the mailbag. Yep. Yeah, Rob, that was uh, this. Is, this could be one of the longer episodes in the history of the show, right? Uh, I don't. Uh, I, I don't know if that's necessarily. Uh, the, I, I guess we're gonna push you guys have through gone over to three hours. Yeah, a couple of times, close, right? Uh, yeah, we'll be around three hours, depending on how long this. Truth I never goes. look at the runtime. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I think we definitely did like three and a half hours on some of those Brant steals. That's true. And also, when we did the Seinfeld podcast, we used to get paid. Uh, you know, at least charity used to get paid one dollar for every minute we went w- once we were past an hour yeah but you know nobody's given us any charity here ironically so <laughs> way more listeners but uh well you know less less uh less philanthropists yes. out there is so, the yes, Seinfeld never... post show recap a prequel to robin and even need a podcast it's definitely the canon it's the same universe uh i do think it's i, I think it is probably the prequel yes because we start with episode zero on that feed also i think it is ultimately the yeah. prequel i mean most recently stands versus ops was three hours and 47 minutes uh oh my god yeah that was whoever listened to that kind of unwieldy did we even do a What's mailbag a wieldy enough? amount of time i'm yeah. not sure What's like uh, a wieldy amount of time? Yeah, TV's uh, greatest character, uh, Brant Steele, uh, or uh, yeah, that was three hours twenty six minutes. I don't know what the TV thong- uh, TV theme song. I think was uh, was it four hours? Yeah, if you get Chester involved with us, that's going to be a while. Yeah, the TV theme song bracket. So that was uh, yeah, that was three hours and thirty four minutes. So that maybe it'll be in the top ten run times. Rob, I actually have one more. Oh, uh, last week was uh, two yeah. hours and forty-three minutes. 
That's long. I yeah. mean, what's the shortest one we've done in a while? I think we did uh, one recently. I feel like that was under, that was like an, uh, an hour and 39 minutes uh, was the Constitution. Alf. Oh, we should ask Dominic about Alf while he was here. Uh, one hour and 35 mm-hmm. minutes. Why, is he a big Alf guy? <laughs> yeah. Although I think that Alf has been replaced by other things. But for a week, uh, we were, uh, you know, just crushing Alf episodes. I was watching okay. Mr. Robot, and not to spoil Mr. Robot, but there was a random episode where Alf just popped in. Yeah, <laughs> they just had yes. like ten minutes of Alf, which I thought was like so random. Not to be confused with Mr. Renatbot. <laughs> no, not to be confused with him yeah, at all. A more confusing show. Okay, <laughs> all right, Akiva, yeah. what do you got? We have a lot going on, actually. So uh, we've got a couple voicemails I want to get to today. Um, w- let's wrap up our basketball talk because we gave uh, the men. A lot of time. Let's talk WNBA for a, for a, a hot minute here. Okay. Um, we have a we have a a uh, audio voicemail I emailed to you from T Lindy, okay. who wants to she wants to uh, pitch us on uh, following a WNBA team. Okay, here we go. Hey, Robin Akiba, this is listener T Lindy here. You can put me in the part of the Venn diagram where Renap listeners and sports fans overlap. So I am personally pumped that you guys are doing a sports podcast. Now, my pitch for you guys today is a little bit different. I know that this podcast is about the NBA tournament and Rob picking an NBA team, but I was hoping you guys could give a shout out to the WNBA tournament that's also happening in Orlando. There's so many badass women athletes who do not get enough love, so I just wanted to bring some attention to that. Um, The WNBA tournament is going to feature all 12 WNBA teams. They're going to each play 22 games, and it's set to kick off on July 25th and go until October, so it's basically the same time as the NBA tournament. Some of their games are going to be airing on ESPN, ESPN2, ABC, CBS Sports, and CBS Sports Network. And there are three NBA teams in the tournament who have a WNBA team that's in the same market. That's Indiana, Los Angeles, and Dallas. So I was wondering if one of those three teams is picked by Rob that maybe we can say as Renap that we're also rooting for the WNBA team in that city too. Now, if one of those three teams are not picked, but you still like the idea of rooting for a WNBA team, then I wanted to give a quick pitch for the WNBA team that I plan to be rooting for, which is the Seattle Storm. Now, I've got to be honest, although I am a huge sports fan, basketball is not one of the sports that I follow regularly. I am, however, a huge U.S. Women's National Soccer Team fan, and their co-captain, Megan Rapinoe, is one half of a sports power couple. Now, the other half of that power couple is Sue Bird, who plays for the Seattle Storm. So that's who I'm going to be rooting for. Uh, You don't want to root against these ladies because they are winners. They are a true power couple. So you probably want to get on board with that. But if my fabulous pitch has not swayed you, you could still root for a different team, which would be the New York Liberty. They actually have a co-ownership with the New York Knicks. So, Rob, that could fit for you. But anyway, um, thanks for listening to my pitch and considering it because women's professional sports deserve some love, too. Uh, I mean, let's not forget that the first U.S. Professional Sports League back playing was actually the National Women's Soccer League back on June 27th. Though we really have not heard much mention of that in the sports world. Um, but I do look forward to hearing which NBA team Rob picks and I'm going to be rooting for them because as a Detroit sports fan, my NBA team is not in the tournament. Uh, and as a Detroit sports fan, I understand your guys's pain with your teams constantly letting you down year after year. I don't know about you guys, but I am now regretting all of the jokes I've made about canceling sports. So when my teams let me down, but, um, you know, I'm just excited to have some more finally up now. So We'll see what happens. And thanks, guys. I love the podcast. Have a great day. Bye. Okay. Akiva, do you have a WNBA team that you root for? Well, okay, so it's tricky. So she mentioned the Liberty, and I am a New York guy. Generally try and root for the New York team. She mentioned the NWSL, which is the first sport uh, back. 
uh, the uh, eight seed beat the one seed. All the top teams beat the uh, bottom teams. Some of these sports went for like a like a three week like little tournament instead of having a season. MLS is doing this too. Very strange because mm-hmm. then it's just over, and then now there's like no season for a year. Yeah, once they're done. Uh, like WNBA is playing a solid, like, I think, 22 games and then the playoffs. They're doing okay. a full season at a much worse hotel than the NBA. Um, but uh, so one of the problems is I could not root for a team owned by the Dolans who own the Knicks and the Rangers and Madison Square Garden. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, what I think uh, T. Lindy doesn't realize because it sort of uh, flew under the radar is that uh, Dolan sold the Liberty because he did not want to play in the garden anymore. He thought they were like using up space and whatever, uh, you know, at the garden when people weren't really going to the games. So he sold them, and so now, now that he doesn't uh, own them, I think that's they're a more palatable option. But I, I don't think I, I think we should pick. What about this? We made fun of Chester for the, uh, you know, we didn't want to join Chester with his Timberwolves fan. What if we all became Minnesota Lynx fans? They did so pitch much, that. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah their their uh, their best player, Maya Moore, is, is, is taking off the season. For social justice causes, she just got a guy off of death row. I think was he her family sort of friend? She got him out of prison. Like he, yeah, he was wrongfully mm. convicted. And- yeah, so she's not playing. Uh, I don't know why she's still not playing even even after that. But then actually, like every team has at least like one star basically who's not playing. But uh, the so the Lynx have gone from basically being the best team in the league with her to sort of below average, you know, long shot to win the title. I, I think Isaiah Thomas is still involved with the Liberty, so I still don't want to root for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's not fair to because we're Michael Jordan ladies. fans. No, because Isaiah <laughs> Thomas is repugnant. But he was a really bad coach for the. He's Knicks. a bad he guy. Problems. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks had to settle like a, a zillion dollar lawsuit. I thought he just got a there. bad edit on the last dance. No, I mean with the Jordan <laughs> stuff, I don't think that's a problem with him. I think it's probably no, his I, terrible I, I, coaching I, I, career. I kid. I kid. Um, yeah, no, he, he may be uh, yeah. so, not the best guy. All right. So what do you uh, think? So she wants the Storm, but she's also not a Storm fan. Her pitch is, is that Sue Bird is in a relationship with Megan Rapinoe. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for me, what, yeah. um, you, you bring up a lot of compelling points uh, all the way around. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would like the idea of rooting for a New York team. I mean, uh, I don't know how closely I'm going to be following the WNBA. I'm still trying to cut my teeth on uh, the uh, men's NBA right now. So mm-hmm. taking on two different basketball leagues at the same time, I feel like that that's uh, I feel like that might be a lot for me to try to. There is no Toronto team. Also, it's not no like Toronto you could have a sister team. team. Uh, I don't love the X on a team name. Uh, the Lynx, I feel like, is mm, interesting. Hard for me to wrap my head around. I'm not. A, Can I tell you the teams in the league? And maybe I have one them open. I have, I have it open. Okay. But otherwise, I don't know where else to go. First off, let me just say uh, yeah. that as much as we love Gene Hackman and the Hoosiers, I'm not yeah. about to be a Indiana Fever guy. Okay? It's tricky, right? They play. They play at Butler. That's like a real, you know, Butler Hinklefield. Yeah. That's like a real old school Indiana place. Tiny gym. You know what? But I hear what you're saying. Rebrand. I think that if you are, if your team name is a coronavirus symptom, I think yeah. that's probably <laughs> not great. Yeah. Well, then you're really not going to want to root for the El Paso. No sense of smell. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, the Dallas Wings, they're one of the worst teams in the league. The Vegas Aces. Vegas Aces, where did they come from? They're an expansion team, aren't they? If yeah, they're they're newish. You I don't could think have bet me fifty thousand dollars five yeah. minutes ago that there was no such thing as the Las Vegas Aces. Well, let WNBA me pitch you on a team, team then. Yeah. Rob. 
Derek Fisher, former Nick, uh, former Nick uh, uh, coach, is the coach of the L.A. Sparks. You could take your kids maybe when that becomes a thing again. Yeah. You know, much easier to get a ticket there than uh, maybe to the Lakers or the Clippers. You don't even root for. What about rooting for the Sparks? Yeah, I think that's probably the best best name in the WNBA. They're also the best WNBA team in 2K20, which I'm sure plays a big part in your decision making. Yeah. Because me and my, they recently added those games to the new 2K that me and my friend we were playing. Yes, yes. And my gosh, the Los Angeles Spark, like they were so overpowered. It was ridiculous. I couldn't okay. do anything. All right. Uh, I'm a Sparks fan. Okay. You guys are Sparks people. Tell your son. You're, you guys are now Sparks, Sparks fans. Um, well, unfortunately, I also have some bad news. The For the first time ever, Rob, the Renap Punishment Council is punishing us, and I don't know what for or how. Okay, explain. Not Please go on. Well, you know we have a Punishment Council, yes. right? We elected a Punishment Council. Yes. I've been told that we have been disciplined by Aisha. Uh, one of the five members of the Punishment Council, John John Johnston, has sent over a punishment, and uh, you can play it at any point. By the way, John John snuck in. He sent us an email. It, it's like this long file. I said, keep it short. He didn't keep it that short for um in follow directions. And then John John sent in a pitch. Well, let's hear what the punishment is before we before we agree to pay, play John John's you know wheel idea right on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's so hear this what is John the John transfer link. Yes. Okay. All right. So let me listen to this okay uh this is the punishment uh 27 megabyte file here that i'm about to play and and we don't know what we're being punished for we don't know john john is the punishment czar the other executioners of on the punishment council are humberto okay. arusha matt gagan addison M- uh, Mueller, and michael yeah. edwards Okay. All right. Well, people are out this, for blood. This is going to get me worked up. Okay. Let me let me listen to this. <laughs> you wanted a punishment council, but I want to know what I'm being punished for. Yeah. Well, I I want to know too. I we could probably reject the punishment. Okay. If, uh... yeah, you could just not do it. Honestly. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like well, let's okay. just play it. Just play it, and we'll see. We, the punishment tribunal, present to you three punishment options. Punishment number one, Robin Akiba has to make a TikTok about cats and must get at least 50 likes. If you failed, you must use a old Deuteronomy profile picture on your Twitter for at least one week. The 50 likes Sounds must like be achieved by July 27th. I, I know what the punishment is, Rob. What, what is it? <laughs> for the listeners right yeah. now <laughs> is this is this no it's not it's not can't be about cats because we put cats in the crappy movie diaper yeah but also what are we being punished for i i don't know should we look, let me hear the rest of this and then yeah let's maybe explain so? what we're being punished effectively, for. effectively august 1st you must have the picture of old deuteronomy on your twitter punishment number two Robin Akiba need to produce a selfie wearing nothing but a New York Yankees hat before the official Major League Baseball trade deadline of August 31st. Punishment number three. Robin Akiba record the Renap theme song in Norwegian before the end of the summer. Technically, the last day of summer is September 22nd. 
If you fail to complete your punishment, I, I, I don't even know where we are anymore. I don't know what I don't know what, <laughs> what, what, I, I don't know what this for? is. I don't know why we have to do this, do these things. Yeah, explain what the punishment is. Is yeah. it for not watching cats? Maybe. I, I don't. This is like you just got a ticket in the mail. Like you owe you owe uh, four thousand dollars for what? I don't know. Can we can we postpone this till we hear what yes. they're talking about? I I would sooner quit the podcast than have to than take a picture wearing nothing but a Yankees hat. Mm-hmm. Even if I was wearing everything, but a, plus a Yankees hat, I wouldn't take the picture. Yeah. Okay. All right. That is, let, so John John answers in real time. Does do you guys explain why we are being punished? He said no, but you can ask Aisha. Yeah. Okay. We will. This makes no sense. Can we fire the punishment council? Yes. <laughs> or yes. at least like demote John John from being the chief exec, you know, executioner of the uh, punishment I, council. Yeah, the, it, there needs there was a punishment council. If we violate the constitution, yeah. let us mm-hmm. know what we what we did wrong. And then if we refuse to honor what the constitution says, then there should be a, there should be a punishment if we break one of yeah. our own rules. But don't just send us the punishment. Yeah, with no context. <laughs> no offense, but this I'm not and we're not playing John John's wheel idea now after that. <laughs> Zach, uh, are, the, are we out of line here? No, I mean, we're two hours and 49 minutes into the podcast listening to John John list off these obscure punishments. I mean, this is like just standard Renap fare, though. I mean, I can't even be surprised at this point. But no, you guys aren't out of line. Mm-hmm. It's a very odd thing. If they told you what you're being punished for, it, completely, it would make sense. But because of that, it's like, how can you be punished for a crime you don't even know you committed? So, okay. All right. All right, Akiva. What else? Uh, there's nowhere to go from up. But I'm that. I don't yeah. even freaking know. Uh, Rob, this actually, I think this is a this is a step down. Do you want to hear it? Step down? How, how could that be? <laughs> it, it's from Segan. Segan. S e a g h a n. Is that Shagan? Okay, sure. Segan. Uh, Robin Akiva soft as Jello. Robin Akiva hosts a competition to, ter- to determine who is as soft as Jello. Contestants compete in challenges on the podcast. Until one participant is eliminated in each round, until a champion oh, this is like is a crowned. tough as nails parody. I guess. Yes. Okay. Soft as Jello. Yes. Okay. Um, I think it's a cute idea. I, I don't see how it's a podcast. After yeah. he's hearing Akiva do like five push-ups or less, I don't know. I think Rob would kind of take it pretty easily. <laughs> so, but maybe it's good to be soft as Jello for that podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Maybe that you win. Although Akiva, that I would say that I am much more of a creature of habit, where that you know I am you know here day in day out on my routine. Uh, tell me if there's in maybe of uh, that what. Uh, nba person that this might be but you know as long as it's on my terms my parameters that uh i will continue to you know function as effectively as as uh and your mileage may vary how uh effective that is but akiva is uh, you know podcasting four o'clock five o'clock in the morning that uh uh, that's true. You know, yeah, that is weird true. I meal to the schedules that uh mm-hmm. laying down that, that you put him anywhere that yeah, he can uh, be able to function at a high level. Well, I mean, anywhere except like in a car, on a bicycle, 
you know, marriage. Like mm-hmm. there's things I'm just not so you sure. Know, but if you if for. I was podcasting at, you know, uh, 422 oh, yeah. within the frame of podcasting within yeah. that very small universe, I'm very flexible. Yes. That is true. Did they say what uh, types of competitions you guys would be doing? Was it like purely athletic feats? Was it other stuff? I don't know. Like this, is, this is, I'd say, a fun uh, name that maybe we could put an idea to that's coming up. This is from Jonathan. He calls it the Game Show Olympics. With the Summer Olympics delayed for a year, we need a replacement. Since 2020 is the year of the Renap Game Show, what about having a Game Show Olympics? You could take an actual, uh, a number of actual game shows or make your own and give them. All right. The rest of his idea kind of stinks. I like the, I really like the idea of the Game Show Olympics, but what would that entail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not sure. Not sure. Might I have be. no idea. A little too high concept. Like, for, could uh, Rob, no, but let's, let's make it lower concept. What if it's Robin Kiva competing in a bunch of different mini competitions? So like condensed game shows, like mini mm-hmm. Jeopardy, mini this, mini Or maybe that. there's like a third person and we're going for gold, silver, bronze, everything, where there's even more. Who would that third know. person be? Probably Chester, right? Mm-hmm. It like, could be you. I don't know. You're the third house. wheel. I, so I don't have no, an don't, idea, but if, if listeners want to, you know, yeah. want to workshop tele- workshop what the game show Olympics could be. I'm all ears. Okay. Um, Akiva takes Rob to court. You want to hear about that from Giovanni? Is it like the punishment council? <laughs> uh, Akiva's ghost takes Rob to uh, court to convict him of murdering him on the Oregon Trail with Chester as the judge and a jury of former guests. You two have to create the evidence and try and win the case. Yeah, it's a little cute. It's cute. It's too, too much work to even think about uh, doing anything beyond reading that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a lot of people? The, yeah. the idea that you know, we had heard some ideas uh, that came up recently that weren't on the show. Uh, that uh, did any of those end up getting emailed in? Yes. Let me give you some. Let me give you some updates on that. I think that we uh, we have heard we we recently have heard uh, some ideas that we liked offline that uh yes people have pitched us offline okay well a few things uh most i guess most pressing the 100th episode is up and running we have a bunch of people working on that i just want they asked you and and what better way to do it than during the podcast live on air this is what they want to do or should i do this off air i'm not sure but uh, this is an on-air Is this the show. email, or this is you are uh, having me, an inner monologue? This is monologue. me sort of having an inner monologue right now on okay. the podcast. They want to cut clips and have the best of Renap, and each clip would be introduced by a roast of a Renap personality. Okay. So we'd be, it would be like, you know, Allie Lasher with number one. Uh, she'll be so happy she got number one. The, um, you know, and she roasts us for like a minute and then play a clip, which not, not necessarily connected, but it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of a roast and a best of all in one. What do you think about okay. that? That's what they're working is on. Is this right a now. different idea or this is the same idea we were talking about last week? Same idea as last week. Okay. And, and if so, how many clips do you think? Cause they've been soliciting clips all week. I mean, I, so I do a lot of like year end clip shows. And so, I let people like submit things and then I go back. My process is then I, then I go back and listen to all of the clips and then, you know, see, you know, what works and, uh, and what doesn't work. So I think it's hard to sort of like say how many clips without knowing. Okay, fine. Uh, but you're not like married to like, it has to, it can't be more than 10. Like if they have 15 good clips, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have a hundred episodes of gold for them to sift through. Plus yeah. this mail bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, so, you know, I, I don't know if it needs to be like a full on like five minutes of roasting, but I almost feel like it could be like presenting like an Oscar, like somebody could come on and maybe yeah, just like 30 seconds to a minute. But it's it's pre-recorded. Yeah. It's, it's, like, yeah, that, that's like less of a roast than like somebody has like uh, the award for uh, best supporting actress is, uh, you know, and then have like, you know, uh, uh, like one like maybe half funny line and then throw it to the nominee. No, I think they'd be roasting us. Plus, they can edit. They can send it back like, hey, you know, it's too long or you need, you know, here's a better joke, whatever. They could work I, I just don't think there's that many people that are going to have more than uh, a zinger or two. At, at, well, at the a lot of it will be a zinger or two. And then there might be, you know, then there might be people that have, you know, a whole 30, 60 seconds of material. Okay. So with the whole hundred episodes. But it's also a toast. Like, I think it's like insult, Rob, insult to Kiva. But actually, they're kind of cool. Uh, please invite me on again in the future. Here's <laughs> you know, the clip. Here's the clip. Yeah, so, I mean, sounds I good if we fun. can pull it off. I think they're working hard on it. I think they will pull it off. Okay. I think we got seven weeks. Um, I, I like this one. Uh, it's called "Give Keeve a Chance" by from Scott in Detroit. Okay. Listeners suggest ways for Akiva to endear himself to Nicole Sesternino in an effort to get her to become her a nap fan. He could also provide some funny general suggestions on how to win people over. Then Akiva puts the best suggestions into practice to see if they work. Hmm. Give Kiva a chance. I can ask her. Yeah, you can ask her. She's yeah. going to say no. Please record it. Listen, look, uh, my wife barely tolerates me. And then yeah. she's got to sit here and, uh, you know, she, and she has good days and she has bad days. I mean, I like to think I'm exactly the same pretty much every day. And mm-hmm. I feel like that, you know, at least uh, I feel like that the, for the listeners, I feel like that they, you know, don't necessarily see a big uh, shift up or down from me uh, in any given uh, day of the week. But that there are definitely days where that, you know, I, and I think often through no fault of my own, my wife, the, her opinion of me, is, she shifts wildly. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe catch her on a good day and she'll agree. Give yeah, Kiva if, a chance. If you got her on the right day, she'll give Akiva a chance. But what would I do? What would I do? Like, we could get her to give me a chance and then I'd probably blow that chance, Phil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but... It, I mean, it, she hasn't liked anything we've ever done. No. And I'd say the more popular we do something, mm-hmm. that's not really English, the less she likes it. Yeah. She hates the song of summer. Yeah. So, would not would not have liked the uh, you know documentary the the sleepover yeah uh, I'll float it past her but uh, okay. we'll maybe see. on the next five for five yeah she might uh, she might pull a Giannis and swat it into like the sixth row mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> now is your wife going to become a Raptors fan no okay uh, more of a Lakers gal no she hates the this, Lakers oh really this is from uh, Zach who says what about Robin Akiva AF Robin Akiva come up with Zach a slew Muhammad? of ridic- uh, Zach, um, uh, Zach M. Robin no, Akiva. It's, it's not me. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not him. There's a picture of him. It is definitely not Zach. Robin Akiva come up with a slew of ridiculous fake news headlines, mix them with actual strange headlines, and have Tyson and Danny from News AF guess which are real and which are fake. Hmm. Uh, I feel like it's a little basic. Mm hmm. Yeah, I feel like if you guys are going to have Tyson and Danny on, it would have to be like a bigger idea. Though, after listening to the Crawl podcast, I really enjoyed that. And I enjoyed how Danny was taking it really seriously. So mm-hmm. I almost want to hear the season three, episode seven of Monk. I've never watched Monk, but I feel like 
Mm-hmm. I think that would be. If Danny pretty... says yes, we'll put Monk right. Yeah, in the I, I think if, if Danny agreed to it, I think it would be a pretty good podcast. It would be hilarious seeing the like juxtaposition between Akiva and Danny, mm-hmm. two very different. People. I mean, I, I'm not an anti-dantite. I no, yeah, I, I understand. I think you guys would be fine, but yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh... Let me check in and see what the what the interest level is. I, I don't know if it would create a rift potentially on News AF if uh, Danny got booked on podcast. I'm Tyson's Tyson. invited. Yeah, you think Tyson would care though? I feel like Tyson wouldn't care at all, honestly. But he's also never know. heard. You probably don't even have to tell him like that. This podcast is yours. He probably doesn't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was somebody else's idea a couple of weeks ago, though. The season three, episode seven of Monk. Yeah, I forget who. Okay, um, I know that people do like do like it, especially Danny Bryson. Yeah, he's like the number one monk stand. Number one. Okay, the only monk stand. Yeah, All right. Do you want to hear one more idea, Rob? Should yes. I save it for next week? Yeah, say so it quick. Okay. Uh, do you want the jingle bracket or Robin Akiva bring boomers back? The jingle bracket. <laughs> okay. Uh, Garrett says this would be a spiritual sequel to the TV theme song bracket. Robin Kiva seed 32 or 64 famous company jingles into a bracket to decide the ultimate jingle. Examples include McDonald's, Real Red Robin, Red Robin, uh, K Jewelers, ETC. Uh, and then you can come up with your own Renap jingle. You like it? Well, I, I don't want to. Listen, I don't know if we could unput it on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, you I don't like, like this it? idea. I do like this idea a lot. However, Stephen A. Smith voice. I'm a little bracketed out. Can we give it a couple weeks and then put it on the wheel? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, some, uh, and some I think it needs to be remote. have yeah. some uh, defined. So let's maybe like put get a committee together of like who's putting uh-huh. together the jingles. Yeah, and okay. what we constitutes a, a jingle? Yeah, we get a jingle jangler, a guy who like ran- or a guy who wrangles all the jingles. Yeah, I feel like the jingle has to be at least five seconds. So like Red Robin is not yeah, good enough. Yeah, Menon. Yeah, uh, that, <laughs> you know that, that's not a jingle. Why does a jingle have to be five seconds? Then you're going to like full song. Yeah, I think that's sort. Of, that's a a song associated with. It, it can't be like four words. Like uh, three, no, yeah, it, if it's catchy, it's catchy. You so remember what I'm loving it counted as a jingle. Yeah, what was say it again, Zach? Would I'm loving it count as a jingle, like the McDonald's slogan or whatever? Um. I'm loving it. Let's see. What is the official definition of a jingle? A jingle is a uh, a short slogan, verse, or tune designed to be easily remembered, especially used in advertising. Hmm. I, I also saw that uh, it sh- uh, one of our listeners, Susie, said that the quadrants should be by uh, era. All right, that's not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, let let this go to the jingle committee. Of yeah, like, the jingle uh, committee. Maybe can there's not it. enough stuff if it's not like uh, super short things. But I feel like if it's too short, I think it's hard to really, you know, get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still have to post a poll um, uh, from our debate last week about uh, if if we're going to do the uh, Robin Akiva come up with a new slogan or Robin Akiva come up with a viral trend. Yeah. Okay. Every time I thought to do the poll, it was like three in the morning. I'm like, all right, no one's going to vote. On I did this see now. that TikTok. Nicole tried the viral sensation of uh, tying shoes to her feet. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a Harry Potter, I don't think, but it did work. Yeah. Was it tying books to her feet, you mean? Books oh, to her sorry, feet. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Book, yeah. I, I tying shoes books to her feet. Shoes. Yeah, books to shoes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get into what's on the wheel right now. All right. Season three, episode seven. We got our coin flip. 
We got the crappy movie diaper. We got the people's choice. Freaky is freak. Quibi shows are trash. Akiva, I'm starting to side with you of like, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's enough with the Quibi. I don't know how we could find it. I mean, I read every article about Quibi. There's every week, there's like a long read about how disastrous. Yeah, all right, Quibi let's is. take it off the wheel. How about, do you want to give it one last ride? Let's give it one last ride this week. Fine. What do you think? Will Fine. you be mad if it comes up right now? I think it's a good story if it comes up and it's last. Okay, that's it. All right, week. that's it. Last last chance for yeah, Quibi. Quibi's, Quibi gave $6 million to Reese Witherspoon to do like an hour of narration. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Price is right. Robin and Kiva need a PR firm. Uh, two men's are trash. Uh, <laughs> choose your Renap adventure. Uh, the superhero podcast. Robin and Kiva need a verdict. Uh, the uh, sequel slash game to game night sequel mechanism game night and then right now uh, I have the AMA based on the episode number is that officially on the wheel yeah I think we okay, put that on so the wheel so if it uh, comes up next week 94 questions for Robin Akiva mm-hmm. alright so Zach are you rooting for something right, and Zach did you have a pitch for the wheel no, I know I don't really have a pitch, honestly. Just I just wanted the season to get that season three episode seven of Monk back into the Renat. Well, are you evil. a Monk guy, Zach? No, no, no. I just think it would be a funny. He's part. a Danny guy. Danny yeah, Bryson yeah. guy. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just I really enjoyed that. Doctor Danny yes, Bryson. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, no, what I'd be rooting for is the superhero podcast. Even though I'm not a big superhero guy myself, but I think it's a really good fleshed out idea. And the choose your own Renap venture or whatever with uh, Mike and Liana, I think would be on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good idea too. No so prep. Also, really cool. after this week would be nice. Well, Zach nice. really did the the yeoman's amount of work this week. Okay. All right. Here we go. Episode number ninety four. What's it going to be? John Abraham. Good number ninety four. Yes. <laughs> here we go. And it is. Oh, season three, episode seven. Is that uh, good for you, Akiva? Yeah, that is good for me. Um, let's just talk for a second. There's a couple things that we have not put in. Okay. Monk's not going to go in today. No, we had talked about one of the Real Housewives shows, yes. right? Real Housewives in New York, but we were—I forget which one. We never put it in. We had a, a special guest pitch to us for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, do you want to put that in? Real Housewives of New York. Well, I, I forget which one it is. It's a mystery. Real Real Housewives. A Real Housewives, and then what would what would happen if it came up? Then we decide which one. No, no, no. I, we have was, a wheel of all the different Real Housewives cities. I don't cities. think we've. No, that's it. That is a funny idea, but um, it would more be like more like a bottle or something, like hmm. spinning a bottle. Is there any but, sort of like random spot in the United States uh, <laughs> locator, and then we would go with whatever is the closest city? I think there was a specific uh, show we were supposed to watch. I just don't remember off the top of my head which one it hmm. was. Random point generator. Could just basically like throw a dart at the map. No, oh, I, I mean I, I don't. I don't think it was randomized. I think there was one that was supposed to be perfect for us. I just don't know which one it was. Yeah. Off, right. Okay. So this Should is. Have had. I wasn't expecting this to come up. Random geographic coordinates. Uh, this mm-hmm. is random dot org. But it's gonna take a while until I get to one of the United States. I keep getting like mm-hmm. uh, random spots in Australia, in the middle of Vienna. the Ocean. <laughs> Yeah. This one is like just below Mexico. I don't even know where that is. All right. So let's hold off on this then. Oh, this is like uh, Newfoundland. All right. Okay. So, yeah. And there was one more that I'm blanking on that we're supposed to do. I'm getting old. All right. 
It's late. It's late. All right. So let's just go with what we have. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we are. All, All right. right. What are we rooting for? Well, we like family matters. I don't we even know what's in there. Yet. Yeah. Should you, you go over the options quickly? quickly for the listeners? Very quickly. I'll read them. Yeah. Family Matters, Gilligan's Island, Muppet Show, Gilmore Girls, Doogie Howser, MD, Boy Meets World, American Horror Story, Community 30 Rock, Who's the Boss, Early Edition, the most recent edition. Oh, I wish Gilligan's Island wasn't in there. I feel like that that's going to really uh, bring out the B word. That's like a slur. Oh, so take it out. Yeah, so just pretty take fun. it out. Okay, well, let's <laughs> see what's in my hand. Let's see what's in my hand. Okay. All right. Thirty Rock. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm excited for that. All right. Uh, Might have 30 a Rock guest. recently had a reunion show that aired uh, the other night, but it turned out it was just a like 30 minute infomercial for the Peacock. <laughs> are you serious? All right. I feel like a lot of shows are doing. That. I think Happy Endings was doing something like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You couldn't pay me unless it was Seinfeld. You couldn't pay me to watch a uh, a reunion for any of these shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. 30 Rock. I think that's best case scenario, 30 Rock. I'm excited about okay, it. Only 22 minutes to rewatch. And Unless it's one of the episodes that has mysteriously gotten scrubbed. Yes. From, there's only uh, one of those, I think. Oh, okay. uh, this is uh, also one Senor Macho Solo. And it looks like that okay. Peter Dinklage is a special guest appearance. Okay. We do I'm some IMD for bags for uh, Peter Dinklage. Dink. I saw jane krakowski was uh trending on twitter over the weekend in a positive way i think she uh, had a uh, a fierce appearance on rupaul's drag race this weekend did i lose you on that <laughs> no i was trying to uh, okay. figure out which real housewives we were supposed to watch yeah okay. jane krakowski i'm very old i'm always mixed on on the crack i don't know if <laughs> She, that's what we call her. I like, who? Sometimes I Who's like we? her. Who's we? Who's yeah. we? Jane Krakowski. Yeah. Those of us who know. Yeah. Know, sometimes I'm pro Krakowski. Sometimes I don't know. Mm-hmm. The crack stands. Yeah. Yeah, the crack stands. <laughs> the Krakatoans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was sad. Definitely another show we were supposed to put in the fishbowl. I gotta, I gotta have like a, I gotta have like an, an assistant. Mm-hmm. Following me around all the time and reminding me about things to put in the, like the crappy movie diaper. Sounds good. Okay. All right. 30 Rock. Was that one of the Melissa Denny picks? Mm, it is. Let's see if uh, we cash in. The Rumble winner. This if this is her chance, if she wants to cash it in, if not, I'd say in absentia, Liana becomes the def- like the Royal Rumble winner. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, don't, don't create a rivalry there. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Right. I'm teasing. Yes. She does not have to come on. She's under no obligation to do it, but this was her idea. If she wants to join us next week, Melissa Denny is welcome to join us and talk about 30 Rockefeller Center, my former uh, home office, back when I used to have jobs. Okay. All right. So we will check that out coming up next week. 30 Rock, Season 3, Episode 7. Zach, what's what's new for you? What's what's coming up for Third Wheel, Zach? What's cooking? What's uh, first, first thing, uh, well, we got to go pretty soon, but I'll just try to be quick. Uh, I changed my Twitter handle after my last appearance. I changed it to Zach Mohammed 32 Puya was able to correctly notice. I modeled that after Shaq's gay jersey number. So I just tacked his numbers on the end of my Twitter handle. 
So yeah, it's easier to find. I don't really tweet anything because it's like, I only got 50 followers. Like I got 108,000 less followers than Mr. Skeets. So I don't know. There's not, I feel like there's no point tweeting to 52. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I get to the 100 follower mark, I'll start tweeting again. I'll definitely retweet this episode whenever it gets posted. But yeah, Rob, it's a real chicken or the egg thing, right? You can't get followers if you don't tweet. Yeah. But you can't but you don't want to tweet if you don't have followers. I think you just tweet. It's okay if there's only Yeah, true, people. true, true. But it's like if yeah, you build it. All right. Oh, I forgot I hate Kevin Costner. Although ironically, <laughs> yeah. Ironically, um if once you have followers and then you tweet, then you lose followers for tweeting. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Yeah. So and um, I'll tease something a little bit. Me and uh, Jake, the biggest stand, we've been in correspondence and we got something cooking. It might be a wow. little while, but we got something in the oven. So mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. let you guys know when that comes out. Okay. It's a good idea. And I'm really excited for that. So, yeah, that's all for me. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. We're going to be three hours and 15 minutes. Yes. Yeah, it was a good time. All right. Uh, Zach, thank you for being here. Kiva, what's going on on the 32 Fans podcast? Uh, we had a really fun trivia game last week. Yes. Listener A.B. Sutton came on. You heard it. It yes, was I, it was very well constructed. I listened to it. It was, it was pretty good. The final uh, question, not amazing as you guys. I know. Listen, it, we get every well, every podcast I'm on gets so in the weeds inside baseball. But yeah, no, he did a really good job with that. And then this week, uh, I don't know. We're still discussing it as of press time. We're going to do Chester got told this week by Shen Gus, uh, maybe the biggest Survivor pl- fan on the planet, that he's <laughs> his one Survivor season per day. Uh, regimen is maybe a little too much. He's, uh, you know, he's he's sending out tweets like, if Michaela gets voted out, I'm going to throw my TV out the window. When he had an What's his hottest one. survivor take? What's uh, Chester's like, yeah. hottest take? Too many to count. Uh, no, but like, what do you have? Like one in particular? Like, what's his um, take? I, I'm have, not a patron of 32 fans. I, it's a good question. I I don't, I don't know. A lot of his takes are pretty contrarian. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. He, his his all-time favorite is Kim. He's a big Kim guy right okay, now. Okay, well, that's a okay, uh, you know, very basic thing. I mean, that's not really yeah. a hot take. He's, like, he's, in his top five all-time is Taj, though. He loves Taj from Survivor Two <laughs> <laughs> Because she's married uh, to Eddie, Eddie George. George connection. I don't know. I don't know if he loves Eddie George. It's That's his, like, 54th-ranked running back of all time on his charts. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, well, Uncle Kiwi, great job today. Okay. Great hope, job by you, as always. Yeah. Hope uh, nobody needs to call the snitch hotline on us, and then we just get punishments doled out for us without knowing what the violation is. That would happen today. That someone somebody just called, called it the in snitch and, hotline. Yeah. I'm. I'm not happy. I don't know. I. I thought the whole um, constitution. I was against it. I was against the punishment council. Yeah. I think in hindsight, you might have been right. right. You might have been. Yeah. Right oh, that. for sure. And yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe it was just for the first hundred episodes. Maybe we can disband the Constitution and everything after episode 100. I'm not sure. I just, I always thought you and Rob are smart enough where you guys could self-police anything, I feel like. I don't know if we're smart enough, but I do think we should be allowed to self-police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ayesha is a good ombudsman person, but I feel like... Yeah, yeah no, Ayesha is not the problem. Yeah, every, no, every, yeah, the purpose thinking, like, of the Constitution is, is constitution. just remind us, like, let's just get on the record thing. What we've said is the, our, 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 our own policies in the past. That's what, it, that's what it should be. And let's not get too in the weeds here on just like uh, keep the, the, the people want the podcast to be consistent and just remind us what, what we've said in the past on these things. Yeah, that that's, makes sense that's, to me. That's, it shouldn't be too complicated. All right. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, had a lot of fun today. Uh, we are the North and to take us out, 
Here is the song of the summer, <laughs> Will from America. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We've been inside for so long now. I think it's time to get out of town. We could go to Arkansas, see the rock that's little, or maybe Omaha. Meet me in the middle. Let's go put on the sickest barbecue. Things might get dicey if the guys start to fight over you. So drop the hot dog, put down your vodka in line. Forget the mustard, it's karate time. The part of the song to use in your TikToks. I'm all alone. I've just been sitting here waiting for the summer. Is it possible that I'm getting dumber? I just got ghosted. I got no response from her. Sing number. Gotta get off my phone because my heart now has a serious ouchie.